Keenan. As you can see, we are joined by Tim, aka Him Gray, friend of the show, veteran on the show Timothy now. Timothy Gray. Good to see you, Tim. Uh, it's our NFL preview show, much anticipated, both in the streets and by the hosts themselves. We have been looking forward to this. I can't wait. I cannot wait to hear what you guys yes. have to say about this upcoming season, whether it be about your respective favorite teams, whether it be about just the house, the landscape of the NFL in general. I cannot wait. So, yep. uh, it's going to be great. Oh, I just want to say real quick, only got one ever made. One of Brothers Podcast t-shirt. Let's a go. One of one. <laughs> one of one. You better sign oh, that. Don't worry. There'll be more down the future, down the line. There's definitely going to be more coming, but I just wanted to rep. I'm repping the brand right now. One of Brothers Podcast. WP, We're here. WBP merch All right. on the way. <laughs> on the way. Long on the way, but it's on the way. All right. So without further ado, let's go AFC right and AFC East. AF, actually, yeah, we're going AFC East. I always go East, West, North, South. East, AFC right East. Uh, Timmy, we're going to start with you. Okay. Can you I, go for it. You want me to do it from bottom to top? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me give some like, background. Like how, let me give some background okay. to the previews. Okay. Uh, okay. I would say, what, about 10, 12 yep. years ago, me and Keenan were doing podcasts, yeah. preview podcasts before we were doing podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, no audio, just us in the crib yeah. doing previews for really NFL and NBA. And the the quick yeah. formula, not that it's a big deal, but the formula we usually do, if you guys want to do it this way, we'll do it rapid fire. We'll do it like, like you said, AFC East. Like, we'll go the first team's the Jets. We'll all say the Jets. You know, we'll start with Tim. Go to Keenan, then I can finish. We'll do it like that. So we'll do like Jets, Bills, whatever order we have. Uh, but we'll do a rapid fire like that. Get through it quickly. Then we'll do our uh, regular season awards for y'all. We will do that. We'll move and do our playoffs after that. Actually, we'll be our championship weekend as well as our Super Bowl, Super Bowl winner. And then a staple of these previews. I think, Keenan, once upon a time, we used to do like 10 bold predictions maybe even five it was between, we absolutely between five and ten for your sake we're gonna cut it to we yeah, just did we them in the, house. in the house spitballing <laughs> random shit we, it was just you and i shit. no one else yeah, exactly. saw these i the first one i the first one i remember doing for the nba was 2012 2013 i did them before like i used to make lists all the time because i was me and i love lists because i vividly remember saying Melo was gonna be the mvp and he that got one year. whole vote and he yeah, ended up vote. stealing. I was gonna say he stole the one vote from LeBron, so he wasn't <laughs> unanimous. <laughs> On the six, I was gonna say whoever. I mean, LeBron should have been unanimous. There were sixty-six and 16, 26 game winning or twenty-seven game winning. But uh, let me not go into that. All right. Anyways, but <laughs> as AFC I was saying, East. We're gonna condense the whole predictions yep. three apiece, nine total. Uh, maybe we'll throw a bonus in there for ten. But yeah, three apiece, nine total. But yes, Keenan, without. Tim, we'll start with Tim. Without further ado, choose whatever AFC East team you want to start with, and we will rapid fire it, and then we will follow it up with discussion. So you want? I'm gonna pick the Jets. Go ahead. I'm interested. And you want me to just say where I got them? What the What's record, record is? What's their what? final record? I got them at Holy fourteen shit. and three. I think the I think they're the best <laughs> team in the East. Holy shit! I do fourteen and three. Mm-hmm. With a tough schedule, I will say. We'll go back tough. to that. 
They're a tough team. We'll their first six, they might lose three games in their first six. They are tough. To Maybe that's how I had them picked. We're going to go back to that, Keenan. Boy, I like them. Um, I've Jets, I got them 11 and 6. I'll say this. I have them here as 9 and 8, but I'm going to bump them up to 10 and 7. Got them at 10 and 7. Jets 10 but and 7. Would not be surprised to see a 9 and 8, 8 and 9 finish from them. Uh, Tim, let's hear it. 14 and 3. Give us. Take it away. I, I think this team, I've said it last time I was here, they've got the defense to pretty much put them in any ball game. And if last year they just had a quarterback that could throw for 200 and a touchdown every game, they would have won probably 12 or 13. So I think 14 is pretty good. He's also a former MVP. He's got his offensive coordinator. He could literally have an MVP season this year, and it would not shock me. And if that's the case, he was bringing the Packers to 13 wins. He could take this team to 14, no problem. So I like him a lot. Plus, you did say they have a a tough start to their schedule, but – it's really hard. I like this team. When I look at the head-to-head, I can't say I like the opposite team more than this team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So, Okay. Okay. I, we'll, we'll get it at the end of the AFC East. I'll give my retort to that. What's well, your second I got a, team? I got an instant uh, retort. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Unless you have one now, Kyle. Sure, sure. Unless you want one now. Okay. If you want one now, we'll start. I'll go now. That's I would fine. Say you go first, though. My, my hold up. I agree with everything you said. If the Jets have a better quarterback last year, they're a fringe contender probably. You know, that defense is every bit of legit. Yep. Uh, my hang-up mm-hmm. would be, I mean, let me compare a couple things here with Rodgers. This is essentially like Brady going to the Bucks, right? Brady didn't have the best season in New yep. England coming off. It wasn't a bad season. It just wasn't typical Tom Brady, right? And then he comes back to the Bucks and he's got more mm-hmm. weapons and he looked like peak Tom Brady damn near, right? So there is a world where that's exactly yep. what happens to Aaron Rodgers. He's got more weapons, da-da-da-da-da. My retort to that would be it was just, what, eight months ago we saw him in a essentially a must-win playoff game against the Lions. He couldn't get it done. Was that a home game as well that was in Green Bay? Uh, that That's not very Aaron Rodgers-like. You combine that with going to a tough division with, as me and Keenan said, all of us, all three of us said, it's a tough schedule, tough division, there is going to be growing pains. Uh, it is New York. It is the New York media. I could see a world where this is just a fucking circus. I really could. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers ain't one to shy away from quotes. Aaron Rodgers ain't one to shy away from throwing a teammate under the bus or a coach under the bus with a quote here and there in the media. So I could see a world where it's just not all peaches and cream. I certainly don't see 14 and three. Uh, I think at the most I could see them being an 11, 12 win team. But I think there is going to be some growing pains. Um, trust me, every bit of me, like, I don't hate any single team in professional sports more than I hate the Jets. So I would can't wait. <laughs> like, if this is a six-win team, I will love it more than anybody on earth. Uh, that being said, there is too many positives here. I don't like the offensive line. That could be a downside to it. But like Tim said, there's just so much positive there. Aaron Rodgers just has to be good enough. He doesn't even have to be a Pro Bowl-level quarterback. Uh, he could be his version of a game manager, which is better than everyone else. So I think mm-hmm. they'll at least get to 10 wins. It will be tough. We're going to see right off with this Buffalo game on Monday night. I certainly can't wait. I know y'all can't wait. So that's my case. Um, and that's, yep. you know, that's better than the, the prognosis I had yesterday. But cooler heads prevailed. I got them. Okay. I'll see. 
I'll, I won't spoil the rest. I won't spoil the rest of the division, but I do have them at 10 wins with a ceiling of 12 and a floor of eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real, real quick before we go on to the next team. They're in the arguably the toughest division in football. You've got a Patriots team that's very well coached with the greatest coach of all time. You've got a Buffalo team who's been perennially in the playoffs, and you've got a Dolphins team who has all the skill in the world. They would be definitely even a little higher on the worldwide ticker if Jalen Ramsey wasn't going to be out for a while. You've got a Chargers team that's going into the season healthy. Will they remain healthy? We don't know. But that Chargers team, the Broncos are going to be a better team. The Chiefs are going to be obviously the Chiefs. The NFC North is going to be a very tough division, and you have obviously just Jacksonville and whatever you want to count the AFC South. The reason why I say that is that means 11 of the 16 teams, or 15 taking out them, are going to be tough games. If whoever they play, I don't remember the schedule, everything off the top of my head. And then the NFC, I I don't even remember what division we play this year, to be honest with you. I think we play the uh, East. We do play the East because yep. we have we play the Eagles Week One. You so you've got Dallas, yeah. you got Philly. We got Dallas, we got Philly, we got the Giants, we got Washington. I don't see fourteen. I can't. I can't see fourteen, especially because if you're thinking about the Tom Brady led Bucks, or you're thinking about the Los Angeles Rams, the last two people who had quarterbacks go to a situation they won championships, they both started off cold because it's still a lot to work in. I understand you have Nat Hackett. <laughs> But it's still in a different place with different people. You still got to build a rapport there, so it's going to be interesting because the Bucks went into the uh, bye six and five, and then they just coasted. They didn't lose a game until next year, so it's going to be interesting to see. I got them eleven and six, as I said. I think with Kyle, their floor is about eight. I think their ceilings for me twelve, possibly thirteen, and that's if they hit the ground running. I will say this: it's not too far from. 14. I will say this: I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to cut into your whole entire prediction, Tim, but 14 and three, that's got to make them your one seed, correct? All right. All right. It is. Yep. All right. Top of the division. Next, next team. Go ahead, Tim. Um, we can go right into the Dolphins because they're my second team in the division. Um, I yep. got them 13 and four. I think they're also going to have a ecstatic year. <laughs> Just think, this division is good. So there's going to be good teams, right? There's a lot of AFC teams yeah. that are dog water that are close to zero wins. So I like the Dolphins. I, I think their offense lot, but... keeps them in every game. Keen, what you got? Okay. Um, I've got them also 11 and 6. Um, so I think the Dolphins are going to be a very good team. I think if they can protect Tua and Tua can stay healthy, they've got one of the most dynamic offenses in the league. Um, they've got probably a top two wide, uh, wide receiver duo and Hill and Waddle. The only one that would rival them, in my opinion, would be Chase and Higgins. Um, defensively, they definitely upgraded in the offseason. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey being hurt doesn't help um, or being out for a long period of time doesn't help, but they will get him towards the end of the season. So that will be helpful for them as well. But I think they're... I definitely think they're a very good team. They'll be obviously competing every week, and I do think that they will go 11-6. I'm moving some of these teams around from the original record I have, whether it's a bump here or there. Uh, I'm going to have the Dolphins at 9-8. and eight. My biggest concern with the Dolphins, okay. I do love the improvements on defense. I do love Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator. Um, but it all falls with, I mean, it's the same thing every year. It's Tua. Uh, Tua had a really good season when he was healthy last year. Uh, 
when healthy, that's the biggest question, especially with the head injuries. But my main thing still with Tua, and I get he's got Hill, he's got Waddle, they got weapons on offense. Uh, he really, I mean, he's a one-trick pony. You know, if he can see Tyreek deep, that's what they're going to do. He can be mobile. That is great. But he's not one of these guys who's going to go through two, three, four reads, go through his progressions, and then, you know, make his decision. He's just not. He's, you know, this offense is tailor-made for him, which is great. Mike McDaniel does a great job with that. But the schedule they're going to be playing between the AFC East already, obviously, the division, the defenses are great there. But mix that with the NFC East. You got the Cowboys. You got the Eagles. I don't know. They're going to make Tua work, and I just don't see it. I don't see him necessarily getting benched, Mm -hmm. but I do see regression from him. He will have his explosive games. He will have those games where, you know, he hits Tyreek twice for like 60 yards and, you know, that offense looks insane. And, you know, I think the run game is going to be better as well, but I see regression. I have them at nine and eight. Ceiling of 11 All games. Right. Ceiling uh, of Timmy. 11 games, floor of six. Ceiling. Six wins is a floor. Floor of six. All right. Timmy, you go next. Uh, my next team is the Bills. I got them 12 and five. Yeah. <laughs> So as the no, AFC you can, East, you is, can see how this last team in this division probably their record looks. I can just already tell because you told me last right? year what you got the Pats at, so I already know. Yeah, they might so, have five wins. So what you're trying to tell me is one division, one division's going to get 45 ish wins. That is wild. I think that those, is nuts. I think all three of these teams are pretty pretty close in star power. Probably not overall rosters, but star power, they all got them. They all got superstars. Yeah, they definitely they definitely have stars. They have definitely mm-hmm. have very big stars there. So you've got them twelve and five. I've got the Bills ten and seven. I do think I do think the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs is a little bit of a thing. I mean Sean McDermott kind of said it was a thing. So I do think the rapport there. It's not obviously broken or anything. It's not like a fracture, but it's a little it's a little hairline fracture. Something you got to worry about, something you've got to see. The AFC, every team has gotten better. New England has gotten a little bit better because I think Mac's going to be better in, by default, getting Patty P out there. Pushing P, get him out the door. Who by default, your offense is better. He who, you're, by default, your offense is better that you got a human offensive coordinator. The Jets clearly got better with Aaron Rodgers, and then the Dolphins, I think, got a little better because they still have their high-powered offense and got their defense. So I do think the Bills will take a step back from obviously winning the division because clearly I have the Dolphins and the Jets at eleven and six. But Kyle, yeah. uh, I got the Bills as well at ten and seven. Uh, my biggest yeah. concern with them would be the defense. I don't think they're most they're the most physical team. Looks like Von Miller's going to be out a little longer. Uh, I do like the improvements they made with the run game signing Dame Harris. Uh, I feel like they'll be going to that a little more. Josh Allen will be healthier from the start, yep. so he'll be running a little more, I would assume. Uh, that almost makes me want to bump them up to 11, the fact that, you know, the possibility of him being healthy the whole entire year, that elbow's better. But just, again, the combination of the division as well as the NFC East, I got them at 10 wins, uh, and that's my case for them. They're kind of a prove-it team for me as far as the postseason, I probably for everybody. I wouldn't be surprised to see them regress. But the fact that Josh Allen is, in fact, healthy, um, that does make a world of difference because he is probably head-to-head with Aaron Rodgers, probably still the best quarterback in the division. Uh, So, you know, 
We'll see. Yeah, um, I clearly think he is. I think he's a tier above Aaron Rodgers right now. Mm-hmm. I was, obviously, I have him in my quarterback ranking that I put, so I, I agree with that. All right, and clearly for all of us, the last team is going to be the Patriots. Um, or not the last team is the Patriots. What Where they are, it obviously, it's different. But, Timmy, you go I, on. I have the Patriots last. I have them going 5-12. and 12. Bad season. I don't hate it if that's the one or two seed, but I don't think that is. If they're like the five, if it's like the five seed, then I'm a or five. Hey, if they're the fifth pick, a little upset. They might be able to trade it. That's that's a good pick, you know. So it's a great pick. I mean, you can work you can work with that pick for Mm -hmm. sure. It's just especially for the Cardinals. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, if ooh, if you can get Kyler Murray or the first pick, whatever you want. All right, but um, so me, Patriots, I got them nine and eight. I kind of alluded to it last pod that I had them right around that five hundred mark. I think Bills just, I think Bill and that defense is too good to let them only have five, and I think the offense isn't good enough to get them to like eleven or twelve. So I have them right around. I think their peak would be eleven. I think their floor is around six seven, but I have them right now at nine and eight complete agreement with Keenan. Uh, if this was going to be a five-win team, that year would have been last year, I believe. Uh, having Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator. Uh, just all the dumb mistakes they made. They were truly a bad team, and they were still you know, whiskers away from the playoffs. Truly. Uh, weirdly enough, what's even weirder about this team is there's a world where they're like an 11-win team last year, and I don't understand how. Uh, this defense... Well, yeah, I mean, that Chandler yeah, Jones play. That Chandler Jones play, the <laughs> A fumble on Christmas Eve, uh, even the Packers game. The Packers game yep. went to OT, uh, and having their starting quarterback out with Bailey Zappi in and out, like that was the year to go five and twelve. Max should be better by default. Uh, all the questions with this team lie in yes. the offense. The defense was, as I've said, a Super Bowl defense last year, and they only improved. That alone is going to keep them in games. Um, mm-hmm. The firepower they will be facing, though, again, fourth time I'm going to mention this. Division combo with the NFC East. I'm docking them a little bit. I got them at eight and nine. Uh, it's a prove it team for me. Head to head, I truly do almost like them better than the I Dolphins, agree. but they just have so much to prove to me. I got them right now last in the division at eight and nine, but there is a lot I like about this team. I can't wait to watch the defense. Can't wait to see if Mac has improved. Uh, Mac Jones to me is in a similar place yeah. as Daniel Jones was last year where you see these flashes, you see these good throws yeah. from Daniel Jones, then you'll see these boneheaded plays. And then, as we saw, you just need kind of the right coach, the right OC, the right team around you to put you in good positions. Mm-hmm. And I think Max capable of that. He's got accuracy to his game. He's got poise to his game. Uh, we just got to see it all put together. Last year was an unfair year for him. You know, but to say that will get him to 10 or 11 wins, I can't see it right now, so... But that defense is absolutely legit. I think this is going to be – if this makes sense, I could see them having less wins but be a better team, if that makes any sense at all, just due to the schedule. Um, but yeah. I am tempering my expectations right now. That being said, if I see them go, you know, like three and two over the first five weeks, I'm going to be pretty hyped. But I see a world with that, though. I see a world with that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a tough division. I think they're all going to be scrapping for wins and – uh yeah, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. 
let's move on to the next division. All right. Oh, go ahead. So, go ahead. Qu- I was say quickly recap. Uh, Kyle, you had the Bills winning the division. They, they're tied with the Jets. Uh, I'll give the nod to the Bills just because fuck the Jets. Um, I I do want to say, yep. If Bill, if Bill Belichick, if he goes to the storage room, he brings out the cameras. It's all over for everybody. We might be a 12-win team if Bill brings out the HD, the 4K cameras this year. You never know. So if we got the cameras in the cut. Okay. It's, it's going to be over for the week. Mac Jones might look like TB12 mixed with AR12. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So That's if the cameras come out. AR12. So Kyle's, Kyle's got Bill, the Bills. I've got the Dolphins as my division winner, and Timmy has the Jets as his division winner. To move on to the AFC, oh no, you got a point. Yep. Sorry, hand up. Uh, okay, you go, Tim, and then we move on to the AFC West afterwards. So you just hop into that right after. The only I, I'm big on the Jets, and I'll, I'll try to find the text on here. I sent a text to Camden at the beginning of last school year, so it was a while ago. It was after the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets, so it wasn't that long. Yeah, but like. Still long, and I sent him a text. And I said, long. "I said, mark it right here. The Jets are going to win the AFC East this year. I got them there. Uh, I like world. them. There's a world. I do want to say okay. we did not mention about the Jets. Uh, and his fucking name's escaping me right now. What's the head coach's name? Robert Sala, Sala. That's right, Sala. Robert Sala. Relatively unproven. Like we don't really know. Like his game management isn't necessarily great." So I would be interested how he does in these big games. Like these games are actually going to have some meaning. I don't think he handled the quarterback position that well last year. Um, So I think he's not necessarily a question mark, but, you know, just a hash mark. He's really unproven right now. So that'd be the only other thing I'd have to add to the Jets. Uh, You know, I'd have for sure McDermott and Belichick ahead of him in the division. You could even make a case for Mike McDaniel being ahead of him in the division. So. There's a case that he's the worst coach in the division. I apologize. I needed the Patriots helmet to show. I still can't see it, but we'll probably see it in the that's one in the pool video. Can't see it either. And the wide in you the wide screen, the you can see it. So that's what. Uh, just do it. Yeah, yeah. It. It'll be a little yeah. muffled, but Headphones. I might. We'll get you the QB mic too, or the OC mic. I'm <laughs> <laughs> get you a piece of paper, and you just like. After I talk for 20 seconds, though, just cut off the mic so I can't hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it off. All right, AFC West, Timmy. Oh, going down like to the West. Going... Um, yeah. Start out right with the Chiefs. I got them winning it again. Wow. Wow, crazy prediction. Uh, I got them at 12 and 5. Chalk. I think, I think, especially with this news with Travis Kelsey, if this is a sprain and not just a hyperextension, this could be weeks, especially at his age, of him missing time. I really hope it's not. I want him to be here because he's electric. He's obviously makes every game entertaining. But yeah. if Travis Kelsey misses a month or two, I can't say that they're winning as many games. So I got him down at 12-5. and five. I did make these predictions today. What? So having that said, I don't think he plays this Thursday. What did but. you have them at originally for the injury? Um, I didn't actually have them. I think I would have said that they were like a 13-win team, um, but I didn't actually make a rankings before the Travis Kelsey. But as of today, with that news, I got them at 12 and 5. All right. I'll go next real quick. I actually have them at 13 and 4. I had them at 13 and 4 this entire time. 
I am not going to switch off of that now. If Travis Kelsey is out for a long period of time, that could definitely go down to 12 and five, even maybe 11 and six, all depending. And I wouldn't be shocked, but I still think with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, as we used to say with the Patriots, Kyle, when you have the probably best coach and best quarterback in the league tandem together, it's hard to lose. So I got them 13 and four. I'm struggling with this one. Uh, Look, if Kelsey is out for, let's say, a month, then I'm going to hold firm with this. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say I'll be. I'll I'll give him eleven and six for right now. Uh, I was going to say ten and seven, but okay. I do. I don't necessarily love their receiving core. I don't love the Chris Jones situation. That being said, Andy Reid's such an offensive genius. He's going to figure it out no matter who he has. Uh, yep. That division's tough. That. That division is going to be more in line what we thought it was going to be last year, I believe. Like, I think that the Broncos already mm-hmm. give them okay games. I think that's going to be enhanced with Sean Payton. Uh, you know what? The more I'm talking, I'm going to bump that down to 10 and 7. So I got them at 10 and 7, still in the playoffs. I just clearly don't have them as my division winner. But uh, yeah, 10 and 7 for the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, Timmy. Moving right down. The two seed, the Los Angeles Chargers. I got them 11 and 6. Um, I think Herbert could have a great year this year. I think he could be potentially an MVP candidate. Um, but the defense to me, just I, I really don't like it. They seem to be kind of holy everywhere. Like, sure, they got Bosa. He's great. But other than that, I can't really name any stars. Um, so I'm Derwin just, James. But other than that's that, that's facts. That's facts. Derwin James, and they got the corner from the JC. Patriots like two years ago or whatever. Yeah. JC Jackson, like they what the Chargers have pieces. It's just the fact that they always get hurt, so their mm-hmm. pieces. So it's hard for them always to have pieces to put but, together an actual yeah. season every year. So. Yep. But I still think they're and a good they, team. It, Eleven wins is a good team. They're going to be competitive. So. Hundred percent, and I couldn't agree with you more. I have them at eleven and six, second in the division. Wow. I do, th- I do think they do have enough pieces. Actually, Asante Samuel Jr. is also solid as well. Eric Kendrick, I think they've they've got the making to where if they went to the Super Bowl, like you couldn't be like flabbergasted. It's just if you can stay healthy or not, because you've got a very good receiving core. You've got one of the best running backs in the league. The one thing that's tough about them is not even really tough about them. They've bolstered their offensive line as well. It's really just can they put it all together and can they stay healthy? 11-6 and six is where I got them. They have a ceiling, honestly, of 13 if everything's clicking. They have a floor of 8 because they could just get injured. We'll see what uh, Kellen Moore does to that offense. I think Kellen Moore will probably bring a – happier pass offense and I think Herbert you're going to see him even obviously they were passing before but you're going to see Herbert in uh, better positions than you did have in the past so I think that'll be interesting and I got him 11 and 6 like I'm right in line with both of you guys I actually have them at 12 and 5 um, so last year for the Super Bowl it was Eagles Chiefs I ended up picking the Chiefs and really yep. the reason why I picked them yep. was kind of law of averages like Mahomes is going to be in multiple Super Bowls he's got to steal one Somewhere, you know what I mean. I don't think he's just going to end with one. Was basically my my thesis, even though I thought the Eagles were the better team. Yep. Similar here, I think the Chiefs are the best team in this division. 
But everything you guys outlined, the talent that the Chargers have, one of these years is going to fall for them. It just has to. And I think it's this year. I think they seal the division from the Chiefs. Uh, whether that will translate to postseason success, we will see. But I do think they get the division. I like the addition of Kellen Moore. Uh, like Keenan said, I think the offense is going to click a little yep. more. They got enough pieces on defense to where they can win there. You know what I mean? Uh, I hate the head coach. Can't stand For Staley. Sure. Uh, you know, if this is the case, they are a 12 win team and they go to the playoffs and they get a home game or two and they lose. I think Staley's out of there. Uh, I think that would do wonders for Herbert's career because I think he is a bottom tier head coach with what could be a Super Bowl roster. So I got the Chargers at 12 and 5, the class of the division. Will that translate to postseason success? Remains to be seen. But regular season, I love them. I think Herbert yep. has a big year, and like Tim said, in the MVP conversation. All righty. And Timmy, you? I know you guys aren't going to like this, um, but these next yeah. two teams, I think they're actually pretty close record-wise. Um, a lot of people like okay. the Broncos, but I'm actually going to go to the Raiders next. Interesting. Um, I got them 5-12. Five, five and 12. I think they're an interesting team. They don't really have a defense. Uncertainty with Jimmy Garoppolo. The offense probably won't be as good as it was last year, but I don't know. I got them at five wins, and I don't got the Broncos much better, so <laughs> – um, Wait, why do you think we dislike that? Um, I think a lot of people are on the Broncos this year going to be good because of the whole Sean Payton thing, having like a bounce back, Russell Wilson bounces back. Then if that's the case, they're a 10-win team. So if I'm out here saying they're a five-win team, we're completely on the opposite side of the spectrum here. So sorry, I keep losing headphones. But <laughs> next <laughs> – all right, um, so I've actually got Vegas 5-12 and 12 as well. I think that they've got arguably, obviously you could argue the best receiver in the league, but obviously I have Justin Jefferson. Actually, I have a list of the top 25 receivers. I just put it together over the last two days, something I'll uh, unveil maybe today or other days. I don't really know yet. But uh, regardless, I think that they have a couple pieces here and there, but I really don't think that um, they're great. I mean, Chandler Jones can't even get into the team locker room. They, I mean, a team's facility he has to go to a different gym. <laughs> One of the most random things I've ever seen in my life. Your best defensive player can't get into the arena. Crazy. Is there but, a reason why? Uh, Brand new. They're like trying to be like the code don't work. Like, what is it? Yeah, he just. I, I don't know. He 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 put on his he I was gonna say he put on his IG story that like I'm locked out. I, I can't They're get like, in. Have to go to some local gym. All right, and regardless, but um, yeah. So with that being said, they're they've got Josh McDaniels, Mick Lombardi, both from the Patriots. I just I think they're just not that great. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to it. I've got them a little better than both of y'all. I got them at 7-10, and 10. Uh, really just because of the talent they do have on the roster. It's in pieces. It's really in pieces, whether it's at receiver, whether it's at tight end, whether yeah. it's, you know, you got Crosby on defense. You got pieces here and there, but it's not a complete team. McDaniels is pretty hit or miss as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think him and Jimmy G will have synergy, but I don't know. I don't know how happy Devontae Adams is going to be catching four-yard outs, four-yard slants from Jimmy G. So it's, it remains to be seen. There is a world where there are like a nine-win team, uh, but that's really the ceiling I have for them is probably nine wins. Uh, they do play the Chiefs well. 
They could steal a couple from the Broncos, but overall, I got them at seven and ten. Uh, I just want to say, Keenan, happy to hear this list is coming out. Uh, obviously, me and Camden had our umbrage with the Towns and your top twenty-five players being ahead of Bam and some other players. Uh, Kyler Murray was that for yeah. me at ten on the quarterback list. Still flabbergasted by that. I don't even use flabbergasted, but you said flabbergasted like about five minutes ago, so I think it fits. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Fair I don't enough. even know if Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray might be like a top eighteen quarterback to me, but I don't know. I don't know if I could have him in my top fifteen. But he's lower tier to me. But your list is your list. You know, but, so I just want to say I'm ready for whatever when it comes to this wide receiver list. Like, you know, I get it. I get. I really do get the Kyler thing, and it's because he's got like top ten talent. Like, the way he can run, the way he can throw the ball, his decision-making. But, like, obviously your best ability is availability. That has not been great for him. And, obviously, off the field does matter, too. And if he's worried about COD dropping in November rather than uh, going into the playbook, I understand what you're saying. So, I get it. Could you put down the PlayStation controller and just, you know, a little bit of effort in the playbook. If if Playing New England on Sunday, if New England could get him, I'd be happy. But if New England got him, be I'd be happy. That. But regardless, uh, um, no, not at all. And it could honestly, I could see it happening because I could see the Cardinals not being that great. We'll get to what I think they're actually be in a moment. But uh, last team, Denver. Uh, Tim, you kind of alluded to it, but put it in stone. I got them at 5-12 and 12 as well. I think they're going to be competing for the worst spot in this division. I think the Raiders beat them, and I guess their division record would be better. That's why they're a seat ahead of them. Um, but yep. I, I got them also 5-12. and 12, so. so I've got this team 8-9. and nine. I think... I think they're definitely going to improve. You got Javante Williams coming back. I he's definitely a very good running back. You've got Russell Wilson with Sean Payton. I think that you're going to see Russ cuz the way Russell hasn't been running, I think you're going to see Russell Wilson kind of be used like Drew Brees was in the last of his years where it's going to be a lot of underneath routes, it's going to be putting people in the best position easiest. Jerry Judy's obviously his health is in question. Tim Patrick again missed another year. So you got Cortland Sutton, you've got Cortland Sutton, you've got Greg Dolch, and then kind of throwing it around with receivers. Defensively, they've always been a stout defense, so I think they're going to be in games. But I don't fully trust Russell Wilson, and I don't think Sean Payton, as good as a coach as he is, I don't think he's that that. So I got him eight and nine. I got him eight and nine as well. I would disagree with Keenan on this one point. I do think Sean Payton is every bit of that coach. Like, I think when, you know, I think when he left the game, he's a top five coach. So whether he comes back to being a top five coach, it's kind of subjective, I guess. But, uh, look, everything, whatever their record is, I kind of have them like the Pats. I have them at eight and nine because it's kind of like a show me thing. If Russ is like 80% of what he used to be, there's a world where this is somehow like an 11 win team and they're really like on the chiefs and on the Chargers' heels. Uh, I don't believe that's going to happen. I do think Russ has truly regressed. I do think he's going to be better. Uh, they paid Stidham a lot to be their backup, which yeah, shows I, you what they think. Uh, so I just don't know that, that being said, you know, the one difference 
even though Breeze might not have been physically really anything at all those last few years, much like Roethlisberger, where they just didn't have an arm, he still has more accuracy than Russ. So I really want to see how much mm. Russ takes control of this offense, how much he buys in, because uh, that was really the big thing with Pete Carroll in Seattle yep. was he wanted a completely different offense. Uh, so I'm interested because this could go bad. There is a world where it is, you know, a 5-12 and 12 team, like Tim said, especially if they – hold on to Russ a little bit, like let him play six weeks when it's not going well. And, you know, they throw Stidham in there and he could be very well the career backup that he is, you know, but there is a lot there, whether yep. it's the receiving core, their tight ends, they got a decent line, their defense, like Keenan said, it's stout. They got a homemade or they got a good home field advantage. Uh, but it really all lies on Russ. Cause I think Sean Payton will be an improvement, whether we'll see it immediately think it will be i mean how can you not improve from nat hackett he was by far the worst coach in the nfl last year oh you'll but improve if for russ sure. can even be a pro bowl <laughs> yeah, exactly if russ can be a pro bowl <laughs> level quarterback they could be right in the mix so but they're a proven team much like new england so yeah. i got them at eight and nine absolutely agree with that they definitely could be in the mix all right afc north um timmy number one team in the afc north this division's interesting because there's a lot of a lot of things that can go on in this division. So very interesting. This one actually surprised me when I was doing the games for this one. My number one team for this division is the Ravens. I got them at thirteen and four. I think they win this division. That's what it's gonna take to win this division, I think. Um, I can agree with the fact that they would need around thirteen or whatever to win the division. Uh, the Ravens, I have the Ravens at 11 and six. I do think that offense is going to be very good. Lamar's got the best weaponry he's ever had, but still, it's still not like amazing. You have Zay Flowers, Odell, who's coming off injury. So we'll see how he is. Bateman actually, hopefully he's got a full season ahead of him. So like, they've definitely got some pieces. Dobbins, we'll see if he stays healthy too, uh, but it's definitely going to be obviously Mark Andrews. It's going to be interesting. They've got a very good offensive line, but mm-hmm. um, they do have a new they do have a new offensive coordinator. So we'll see how that goes and how that transition is. Um, he has worked with mobile quarterback before. He worked at George uh, last. He was at Georgia, so he had the. Um, oh my God! Why can't I think of his name right now? Georgia's quarterback just uh, just uh, came into the draft. Oh my God! Yeah, Stetson yeah. Bennett, and Stetson Bennett is a mobile. Not that he's Lamar mobile at all. He's but more like, mobile. You still have some kind of. You still have to draw it up a little bit. What <laughs> I said, he's more mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely, absolutely. But no, I think this Ravens team is going to be a very good team. They'll be in every game. Eleven and six is where I got them. I had them originally at ten and seven, but you swayed me to eleven and six. Um, you'll see. I love it. Not to give much away, but. I don't have anybody really with super high win totals just because I feel like you have to be like truly elite elite to get that. And in their case, they're much like the yep. AFC East where it's just a loaded division top to bottom. Uh, so yep. I've got them at 11 yep. and six. Everything that Keenan said, this offense is going to improve. Lamar's paid now. He's got to be better. Just by default, he's got to have, you know, on par with his MVP season, really. Uh, this defense has questions. This defense yeah, has hope. questions, but if they can control the ball and they can play from ahead, I don't think that'll be too much of an issue. Harbaugh is going to win you games by himself, damn near. So, yeah, I think this is an 11-win team. Had them originally at 10. 
There is a world where they're 13. I don't see it for them, but there is a world. Okay. Uh, yeah, and going on to the next team, Timmy. I think everybody can guess who it is. I have the Bengals at two, and they're 12 and five. I think they're right on the heels, fighting for that one seed. I think it probably will come down to where both teams are playing week 18, um, but I think the, the Ravens are a little bit better. So. Okay. Um, me, I've got the Bengals 14 and three. I think if they're going to put, I think if they're going to put it together, it's going to be this year. Uh, since they've got still a, they've still got a decent ish line. It's going to be middle of the pack. Obviously you still got Higgins. You still got chase. You've got Mixon. You've got the offense. You've got the continuity. You've got everything that you need to put it together. They've been to the big game. Obviously, they lost to the Chiefs last year. They're the only team that can stay in the playoffs because Tom's gone, that they've actually beat the Chiefs. So I think if they're going to put it together, this is the year. It's kind of like how the Bills were a couple years back. That was their year to do it, and then 13 seconds happened. I think this is going to be the iteration of this Bengals team. I think this is going to be the year for it. completely agree with what both of you said. I still have less wins than both of you. I have them as 11-6 and as well. Uh, I believe they play the Ravens week 18, okay. so that'll be the battle for the division, in essence. So, I can yep. you took the words right out of my mouth. I think this is the year for them. Uh, they'll be a contender for years to come, but this team, mm. what they have on offense, how loaded of they are, this is the year for them. Uh, I do think, I mean, we've seen, I mean, Burrow didn't even play in the preseason. They started slow last year. I think that'll be the case this year. You add that with how tough their division is. Uh, Steelers have a legitimate case for the playoffs. People have Browns as a contender. Uh, so, you know, when you're four deep, people got to win, people got to lose. I think they'll cough up a few. So I think, like, the Ravens, they're 11 and 6. But, yeah, all the talent in the world. But this division will hold them back from the upper, upper echelon of the 12, 13, 14 win type of teams. Otherwise, no, they have all the talent in the world to be that. But this division, much like I have the AFC East, they're just going to beat up on each other. And really, I have the AFC West like that, too. But, yeah, I don't see much separation. And by the way, that being said, I have them at the same record. I still think they're a tier above the Ravens. Uh, but I do think I do think things are yeah. going to work out in the Ravens' favor. Just that energy of having Lamar back. Uh, I could see them having a hot start and then tapering off. Really having the reverse regular season of Cincinnati, who I feel like will start slow and then pick it up much like last year. Yeah, um, that's definitely that's definitely possible. It's nothing crazy at all. Um, not that they're that at all, but Cincy has kind of gotten into this thing where, like, the Chiefs, they've always started off, like, super hot. Like, Mahomes in September and October is, like, stupid good. Um, but when you've got – when the C- Cincinnati these last couple years has seen to almost feel like they're taking a Patriots mold and trying to, like, okay, let's figure this out here figure this out here, figure this out here, and then midway through the season, that's where they start to go. Not that they are New England, but like they kind of take in that mold of, okay, let's figure what we need to out because we got Joe Burrow. We're confident we can Marathon, go get wins not later a sprint. in the season. But, Timmy, you're next. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, obviously the Chiefs just run, but they just keep running. <laughs> they just don't run out of this. They just keep going. My next team, third place. Cleveland Browns. Um, I think they do have a little bit of a bounce back season, even though last year 
over half the season was not Deshaun playing. It was, you know, Jacoby, and he actually played really well, I think. Um, yep, for what you expect out of him, yeah. Exactly. Um, so I got them at 8-9. and nine. Um, They're a very interesting team. They've got a lot of, like, stars. You know, Nick Chubb is great. Deshaun could be great. Mari Cooper's still very good. And then defensively, they could literally have a defensive player of the year this year if Garrett just doesn't get in a car accident halfway through the season. Um, or throw a helmet, as someone said. So, exactly. Uh, so, I, I, Darius Smith as well, great on the yep, other side, too. He could true. have a big year with Miles Garrett being there. Yeah, and I actually like them rele- not releasing, but contract ending on Kareem Hunt because now he doesn't kind of muddy that backfield. This is literally Nick Chubb's mm-hmm. backfield. Um, yep. So. I like the team. Do I think they can put it together enough to be a playoff team? I don't. Um, I think a lot of people would say they even like the Steelers better than the Browns, but I don't really like either team. But I got them at 8 and 9. I agree with the 8 and 9. I have them exactly at that. I agree with a lot of what you said. I think Deshaun has a bounce back year. I mean, when he, before the allegations and everything happened, he was a top four quarterback. It was really Roger, no order, Rogers, Brady, Mahomes, him. Like there wasn't, there's not really anyone else I could say because Breeze was starting to fall off. Obviously, Roethlisberger, same thing. So, Lamar. like, Deshaun has. I said you could argue what? Lamar being up there at that time. You get uh, look. See, that was hard because Lamar's season came, I think, after. Yeah, was I could two. be wrong. If if it was, I think if it was Lamar, then you could definitely argue Lamar too. And I'm, Patrick, I'm, I'm, yeah, remembering Mahomes. it Mahomes differently. Been the one, but yeah. anyways, exactly. Um, Deshaun. Oh, a hundred percent. I said, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. But um, Deshaun is Deshaun has special in him. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he still has that in him because he he grew up having that special in him. Obviously, we saw it in college. We saw it early. He took that Texans team to a divisional round, which shouldn't really have been there at all. I do think he comes back to form mostly. They've got talent across the board. Um, but they just don't have – when you look at the Ravens roster, you look at the Steelers roster, you even look at the uh, Bengals roster, all three of them, they don't fully stack up, but they do play hard and they're going to make it tough for people. All right, so Browns, I have them just like both of y'all, eight and nine. Uh, yep. And really my same theory with them is the same as the Broncos and the Pats. I got them at eight and nine because they're a proven team. Exactly what you guys said. If Deshaun can be 85%, which I'm – I'm less skeptical of Deshaun than I am of Russell Wilson. Deshaun missed two football seasons. Uh, like Keenan said, though, those athletic traits, they really should not have gone anywhere. Uh, his anticipation and all that, that'll probably still be rusty, even the first however many weeks. I think that'll come together, though. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, though, they are still the Browns. Um, so, you know, something could in fact, go wrong or, you know, or they could very well end up first in the division and then just have a catastrophic loss in the playoffs. Uh, but I got them at eight and nine. There's definitely potential for an 11, 12 win team there. I don't see it. If anything, mm-hmm. I think the year would be next year for them with Deshaun because, you know, it's just going to take a lot for it to bounce back. And that division, once again, is extremely competitive. So he might start clicking around week eight. It'll all kind of depend on what their record is at that time, but I expect him to be better. Uh, like you guys said, that defense, it's got a lot of talent on the defense, a lot of talent on the offense too, really all around the roster, but it'll all hinge on Deshaun and Stefanski. Uh, we'll see how great of a head coach or good of a head coach he can be. Um, but I got them sitting at eight and nine as of right now. Okay. 
And uh, so, Timmy, uh, on to the Pittsburgh Stylers. This is the team that I think is the worst in this division. Um, it's really tough because they seem to always get to right around 500 every single year. I don't think he's literally – I don't think Tomlin has ever had a losing season. Nope. So never. it's pretty bullish for me to say this, but I got him at 7-10, and 10, handing him his first losing season ever. Um, I'm not a Kenny Pickett believer from what I saw last year. Uh, okay. I don't – I think there's just a few holes here, and I just don't really like it. I mean, I like T.J. Watt. He's back, so maybe he does help them enough. But um, they're going to be right around a 500 team, 7-10, and 10-7, and 7, however you want to go. That's the floor, and I think that's the ceiling right there. So, Okay. So I have around the same t- uh, win total, but I disagree with kind of your thoughts. Um, I have them 9-8. So you have him seven and ten. So it's really only two two wins different, but I do have him still above five hundred. I think Kenny Pickett. I think he does take a little bit of a step forward. Um, he got kind of thrown in there last year, and with just getting thrown into a system like partially through the season, you don't get the full reps and don't get the full groove towards the end of the season. You could see him less turnover prone, more making better decisions. Over the offseason, you have a full offseason working with George Pickens, who I think is could really have a big year this year. I think he could kind of go from that number two to that number one, really, because of the fact that he's so athletic. Deontay Johnson is still a number one to number two range. Najee should have his best year, I think, when you go yards per carry. Year one, he was great because Ben threw him the ball all the time. Last year, he was a little, like, 3.7. I think he can get over four. And then defensively, Great defensive coach, T.J. Watt. You've got pieces around Minka Fitzpatrick, Joey Porter Jr. is good. You've got uh, Larry Ogbenjobi. I always suck at pronouncing that. Still got Cameron Hayward. So they've got pieces everywhere. This is a team that could be 11 wins. They could be fighting with the Bengals and the Ravens. I think if you're if they put it together well and Kenny Pickett does take that next step. But right now I got him at 9-8. I have them at 9 and 8 as well. Uh, Tim, I was with you last year where I was kind of questioning Pickett. I didn't really know what they had. Uh, I'm going to take the same logic with the Steelers as I did with the Pats, though. You had the Pats at 5 and 12. I think if the Steelers were going to be a 7 win team and under 500, it was last year when they had Trubisky starting, making the switch to Pickett. And even still, Tomlin got them to 9 and 8. Um, yeah. Much like the Lions, they ended strong last year. They ended 7 and 2. You can feel the vibes coming from Pittsburgh with, you know, they expect playoffs this year. You know, they have of big expectations. And uh, what kind of changed my tune on Pickett, I just saw this today. They named him the offensive captain, uh, which is a big deal in year two. It is. Uh, I guess they didn't name Big Ben a captain until, you know, maybe five years into his career. So, I mean, that's saying something on the Tomlin side of things. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be one of my favorite teams to watch just because they're going to be yeah. that old school, rough and tough AFC North. The AFC North I grew up with, the Steelers I grew up with. They're going to make it very ugly for the Bengals, for the uh, for the Ravens, and especially for the Browns. I think we're going to just get some ugly games from the AFC North, and I can't wait. Like It's going to be yeah. the AFC North I grew up with, aside from some of the finesse that the Ravens might bring in the Bengals. Uh, but... I can't wait for this division. I have them at nine and eight. I really can't see them going above that. Like I don't see them winning the division. I don't see any of that, but I definitely see them making life tough. Uh, and I see them coming out on top of the Browns, but Hey, 
like we said, if the Browns can put it together, if Deshaun can put it together, they're the ones I see dropping, not the uh, not the Ravens, not the Bengals. So they would have yep. to go to at least eight and nine in that case, maybe. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, the vibes are too good. The end of the season too strong. Tomlin seems really excited about this team. Uh, they got pieces on offense. Mm-hmm. That defense can be hellacious. They're gonna be healthy. Uh, I'm very intrigued. They're they're my most intriguing team in the entire AFC to me, honestly. Next would probably be the Broncos, yeah. but they're the most intriguing to me. Yeah, I definitely can see them being very interesting, and they're going to be a tough out every single week. So, I mean, a lot of team, every team, I mean, it's every game Sunday, but they're going to be a tough out every single week. They're going to be the team no team wants to play at all. No. Even if they get to the playoffs, do they sneak in as a wild card? The two seed's going to look at them like, this team, like, really, like these, like, these guys, like, there's some teams where you look at it, you're like, okay, we just have to score with them. Like, this team's going to make it difficult. It's going to feel like a playoff game regardless. So, but we just went through probably three of the four hardest divisions now, or three in the AFC, or three of the four like, hardest divisions in the entire NFL. We probably should breeze, like, not breeze, but get through these ones much quicker. But AFC South, Timmy, it's you. Uh, we're going to start right with Jacksonville. I of think course. they're the best team. Of course. Um, I got them at 11 and six. Yep. It's a pretty weak division. So 11 and six wins it. Um, that's just not a lot to say about them. I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's an MVP candidate, but other than that, that's where I go. Doug Peterson's done wonders there. Obviously they had, they had, I like to be urban Myers. Um, so I have them 12 and five. I think they're in probably, if you take them out, they're probably the second worst division in football. So I think they've going to beat up probably at least go five and one. You might slip up to like the Titans or like a Texans team if they come in hungry, mm-hmm. but I don't see this team not being very good. I think because of their divisions, they get a high amount of wins, 12 and five. And in addition to Calvin Ridley as well, I think is going to be very, very big. I've got the Jags winning the division. However, I have less wins than both of y'all. I have them at 10 and 7. Uh, they clearly have the most talent in the entire division. Um, yeah. I will say, down the stretch of last year, part of the reason why they got into the playoffs, one was a fluky win versus Dallas. But they had a pretty cupcake schedule down the stretch. And the biggest mm-hmm. thing with the Jags the entire season – was they were either all the way hot or all the way cold. And I'm not sure how much that changes this year. I could see that down the line changing. This year, though, I do see some growing pains. Uh, I could still see them having trouble with the elites in the league. They'll obviously have a tougher schedule. Uh, So I'm tampering expectations a little bit. Everybody does seem to have them around 11, 12, but I got them at 10 wins. Uh, I don't see it being all peaches and cream for them, but division winner nonetheless. All right, Timmy, you're next. Second team, they're always here, the Tennessee Titans. Yep. Um, I don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're a tier below the playoffs. Um, they're kind of centered around Derrick Henry here. I got them at 9-8. and eight. Um, I like Vrabel. He's a good coach, good defensive mind too. So, like, they'll be – they're similar to the Steelers where they're going to be in a lot of games just because of a well-coached defense, and then obviously they can run the ball right down your throat. So, um, I got them at 9-8, and eight, second in division. Eight and nine, second in division. The division, I th- everything you just said, they're not great at quarterback. They did get D Hop. Derrick Henry's still a monster, and until he 
still he goes down, I'm going to I don't really care about the age. He's still mm-hmm. a monster and he's going to still be a monster. Defensively, they got got last year and especially in the secondary. We'll see what happens this year. Got decent players up front, Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry. Eight and nine, Brable makes them respectable. I have the reverse of that actually. I have them at nine and eight. Uh, I think they will be gutting it out with Jacksonville for that division lead. Um, the only question here really is quarterback. I like them at running back. Uh, Derrick Henry actually improved via yards per carry last year, so he's very much still a threat. Uh, no reason for him not to have an all-pro year this year. Uh, they also have that other back they drafted, so they're deep at running back. Uh, line and quarterback will be questionable here and there, but you know, Rabel's going to have that defense playing uh, like Tim said, very much like the Steelers, where they're just going to be in it every week, no matter what. I mean, we saw that last year when they had Malik Willis in, and he couldn't even really complete a pass. And, you know, they were still going toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. They're just going to be in it. Uh, and I don't think they're going to go down easy. They're not going to roll over to the Jags and just concede this division. So I think they're going to make, like, tough on everybody. Uh, clearly a talent disparity, but I got them at 9-8. and eight. Yep. Would not be surprised to see them steal the division, though. I will say that. I would be surprised. That would shock me, personally. It would surprise me, but I can totally see it in the, the range of outcomes. I just like the Jags. I think they're a solid team. For sure. For sure. Um, Moving on to my third team. This is where it really starts to take a turn. I got the Colts way down at 3-14. and 14. I do not like this team. I think Jonathan Taylor has a realistic chance of playing zero games for this team. There's some loophole in the contract. I was listening to a podcast about this. He's on the pup right now, so he's got to miss four games no matter what. Yep. If he doesn't come off the pup week five and he sits out till week six, he can sit there for the whole year and they have to pay him. There's nothing they can do about it. So it was a bonehead decision for them to put him on the pup if they thought he was ever going to play for them, and they're not going to trade him. So I think without him, Anthony Richardson's going to have a hard time. I, I mean, their offensive line was good a couple years ago. didn't look too hot last year. The defense lost some pieces. Um, Stephon Gilmore's out. Their linebacker, Bobby Arik, whatever, went to the Giants this year. So yeah. I think they're pretty bad, 3-14. and 14. So I had them at 6-11 and 11 prior to the Jonathan Taylor saga. They are now 4-12 and 12 after the Jonathan – or 4-13, and 13 rather – after the Jonathan Taylor saga, I think that they're not great. They're trying to be Philly. So they've got, they got, um, hold on just a second. Sean Steichen and uh, Jim Bob Cooter, both from the Eagles. So they're trying to Jim see Bob Jim Bob, Bob Cooter. Cooter. Yeah, oh, Jim Bob. Jimmy Bob. <laughs> that boy, Jim Bob. Get him my OC. But uh, so, so they're. They're making, they're kind of trying to turn Anthony Richardson into a Cam Newton, Jalen Hurts style prototype, that big athletic guy who we can kind of make into an arm. We'll see how it works. Obviously, they do got a pretty good offensive line, of course, with probably the best guard in the league, Quentin Nelson. So we'll see how it works. They don't have much talent. Four and 12. Or four and 13. I keep saying 12, like it's 16 game season. <laughs> I got him at five and 12. Anthony Richardson's going to have his growing pains. I do like the head coach. Uh, like Keenan said, they're going to try to very much be Philly, try to make him hurts like uh, there's going to be growing pains. I don't like the organization as a whole, given how last year went, firing Frank Reich, hiring Jeff Saturday. Uh, we can't overlook that. Uh, 
the division is poor enough and they got two games against the Texans, whether they split them, whatever, I could see them getting to five. I think they go above three, but it would be tough for them to get to six, you know. So I got them sitting at five, and that's really their ceiling for me. Uh, so would not – four or five is my final for them, but I'm going to stick with five. All righty. And next. Finally, I got the Texans in last place. Um, I got them even worse. I got them at two and fifteen. I was talking to Keenan before this. I actually had them at one and sixteen, and then I had I was like, "There's no way they're worse than the Cardinals," and I had to go back and tweak it a little bit. But nothing stands out to me. I don't like. I like Damian Pierce, but they're not going to have an offensive line. And then now Devin Singles, Singletary's there to muddy the water. They have Dalton Schultz. That's really their only wide receiver. I don't know if any of the wide receivers even need to be named here. And then the defense has like a couple pieces that might keep them into some games, but I don't think their offense can really do anything. So I got them at 215. So I kind of like the Texans this year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew you liked them. I know you like their defense. I kind of like their, I kind of like them. So they had like, points per game i think a top like 12 to 13 defense and they were like one point from being a top eight defense last year they got will anderson who was the best defender in the draft i have them at six and eleven not that they're making me playoffs or anything they're not going to compete like what the afc is just too good i just i think they're going to be interesting you got D'Amico ryan's and you got uh their offensive coordinators bobby slowick so basically they took the 49ers and they were like hey Come over here. So I think that you're gonna get a you're gonna get a well coached defense. So they're going to stay in games. I do like C.J. Stroud. We'll see how he progresses. Obviously, you got Nico Collins, Robert Williams, John Michi, Mechie. So like your wide receiving core is not great. John um, So John Mechie, yeah, uh, he's he was a rookie last year. He really didn't uh, play all that much. He's from he Canada. had um he had a heart condition. Yeah, he had a heart like con- that. Yeah, so he missed a whole year. Yeah, I was going to say, he's very talented from Bama. So we'll see if he actually can put that talent out there. But regardless, anyways, they're going to be bottom. But I got them 6-11. I do like their defense. I think they're going to be interesting. I actually, the defense, that is. I actually had said John Amici, which is a random-ass NBA name drop. <laughs> um, I was going to say, you definitely didn't say Mechie. No, no, no. He's a 2000s <laughs> NBA player, and I think he's like the first like openly gay NBA player. Or like... <laughs> Or he might have came out after his retirement, but his name was very close to yours or the one you yeah, mentioned. That's, so that but was random. Right in lockstep with Keenan, I have them at six and eleven as well. Uh, they were clearly a bottom two team last year, and they were very much in a lot of games. And they improved that quarterback. Yep. They improved the coaching staff all around. Uh, I think they're better than the Colts, so I just have them sitting at six wins. So I think mm-hmm. they'll be competitive. Not great. It'll be a step in the right direction for them. So six and eleven, Colts the bottom tier of this division, and then with y'all, the Jags winning this division. Let's uh let's move on to the NFC. NFC, let's go. All right, NFC East. We'll stay in like the East, West, North, South, like we did for the AFC. So a- NFC East, probably the most interesting division. I think I'm gonna shock you guys here, but I am a little biased, so it obviously should kind of play into my rankings here. But I still do have the Eagles at one, so I'm gonna, okay, right. I'm gonna tell you that I got them there. Okay, all right. Thought we were going um, in a different direction. Thought we were going. I no. did too. I was gonna say. Well, we're maybe good. in a couple minutes here, but we're going a little. I got the Eagles at one. I think they're gonna have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover, a little bit of a regression. I think they were what a 13 win team last year. Um, 
were they 13 or 14? They were right around there. 14 and um, 3, I believe. 14 they were. and 3. Okay. So I'm dialing them all the way back down to 11 and 6. I think this division is competitive in the division, and I think we're going to see a lot of splits like 3 and 3. All the teams are close to that in their division. So um, I got them at 11 and 6. I still think they're the best team in the East, though. I agree. I think they're the best team in the East. I think Dallas could give them a run for their money. I got them 12 and 5. Little step back. I could see them going eleven and six, maybe even ten and seven, depending. Um, I think it's underrated when you lose coordinators. So I I think the loss of as I say Brian Johnson, he's he was with the Eagles for three years, so you got a new OC coming in. I mean, Jalen Hurts has established himself as to me as a top five quarterback. But we'll see if he can take that one that year of beauty obviously Kyle had him really high last year because they had a pretty cupcake schedule comparatively and now they got the cream of the crop plus they've got a target on their head being the best team in the NFC last year so we'll see how they do I think they'll be a little worse but they've got too much talent there to really fall off I think this is the most I've ever agreed with Keenan on a preview show. I have the Eagles as well at twelve and five. Uh, <laughs> I think this is we we normally like don't we'll like agree on certain things, but then like a usually lot have of one big disagreement have. somewhere. But now we're in lockstep. Yeah. I think they're twelve and five. I think they're the most talented team, not only in the NFC East but the entire league. Uh, slight step back from their fourteen wins last year, but this yeah. team very much reminds me of the Seahawks of the early two thousand tens. Um, I think they're just incredibly loaded on both sides of the ball, uh, but incredibly well coached. Their game management is up there with, honestly, peak Belichick and Brady to me. That's what they remind me of when they're playing from ahead. They're, if they're up 10 on you, you almost cannot get back into the game with them, which is yep. a rare feat. Uh, so between their run game, between the progression we've seen Hurts from the first three years, he's only going to progress again. Uh, with all the weapons they have, uh, that allows the defense to play aggressive. So I think it's going to be more of the same of last year, except the schedule's a little tougher, so they'll lose a little bit more. But I see more of the same as last year. Eagles at 12-5. and five. Yep. All right, next, Timmy. This is where I'm going to start to lose you guys, and this is where my <laughs> bias is going to take over. So uh, I can't wait. <clears throat> I got the Giants second. To me, they're second or third. They're not Washington. Um, so they're not fourth, but it's hard, and I think they're pretty close to the Cowboys. I really do. My argument is more on the Cowboys' side than it is on the Giants being good. I like the addition of Darren Waller. I think he could literally be the tight end two this year in fantasy football. And if he is established as a true one and true goat there, good talent, their offense could be the Chiefs from, you know, I did say goat, didn't mean to, but, I, you know what I mean, just good talent, whatever. Um, so I got them at 10-7. and seven. Um, right here at the second. Oh. Keenan, do you like this? Do you not like so, this? I so don't get it. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. I'm not even far off. I have him at eight and nine. I don't okay. even think like you're really far off on it. I think Dave no. Ball's a very good coach. I just, the only, that face was, I have zero thoughts that Darren Waller could be the second because I have zero thoughts that Daniel Jones can throw a lot. Dayball, what Dayball did last year was basically say, hey, Daniel Jones, don't make mistakes. We're going to do simple things. And I think they're going to do the exact same thing. Hey, we've got what we consider in our, in our camp the most talented and best running back in the league. 
argument to be had there. Honestly, probably Christian McCaffrey. But Saquon's super talented. Mm-hmm. They've definitely got something at receiver, I guess. I mean, Darren Wall is definitely a good pickup. I think that him being T2 is not that. That's me personally. That I have him as like six or seven. But that's the only reason why I made that face. I do think the Giants are going to be interesting. They're well coached. We'll see how they play. Obviously, they started off hot last year winning a lot of their games really close. We'll see if those close games still come around or if they don't. So, eight and nine, definitely competing. I'm close to where Keenan was. I originally had them at eight and nine. I actually bumped them down to seven and ten. Uh, I do agree with Tim, though. I do think we'll see a lot of Waller this year. I think if Daniel Jones is oh, we'll going to be, a lot I think if Daniel Jones is going to be throwing the ball, it's going to be him as the number one target. So I could see them like almost force feeding him the ball inside the numbers rather than trying to get the ball outside. Uh, you would hope to see Daniel Jones progress given the contract that they gave him, given that they had a lack of talent last year. They're still able to, like you said, run the ball a lot, but manage the game here and there. But you'd like to see him improve as an all-around throw of the football. That remains to be seen. That being said, they won a lot of one-score games last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a forgiving schedule last year. It'll be tougher this year. They're still very limited talent-wise, which is where I dock them. I do think they're one of the more well-coached teams in the entire league. Like, And I actually yep. kind of like them for that reason. Like, It's hard for me to say that as a Pats fan, but you know, post-Eli, post-Coughlin, post-anybody having to do with those teams – this team grew a little fondness on me last year. You know, they looked a little <laughs> Patriots-y last year with just how well coached they were. That being said, just the talent deficiency, I think they'll take a slight step back. Same level of team, so I have them at 7-10. and 10. Uh, Ceiling being a 10-win team, that would be extremely hard. Really, their ceiling would be 9 wins, honestly, for me. Uh, yeah, I'm interested, Tim, to hear what your uh, reasoning for having Dallas third. Uh, I do love when Dallas loses, not because I hate the Cowboys, but just because their fan base is incredibly delusional. Uh, but I'll let you take it away from there. We can talk Cowboys. Because I'm assuming you have them third, not fourth. So, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, I can jump right into it. Let's do it. So the Cowboys, every – I don't know how many years it is, right? They'll have a couple good seasons where they're a playoff team, and they might even be close to making it to that divisional game, but they never do. And then they have a terrible season, like right around either five wins or like right around 500, and they're just bad. That could be them this year. They probably are a better team talent-wise than last year, but I could totally see it just crashing and burning for some reason. Um, They also do have a tough schedule. Um, The Giants, I think, technically have a tougher schedule, like percentage-wise or whatever, but – I think this is the year that the Cowboys just crash and burn. And like you said, Cowboys fan base, completely delusional. We them boys, this is our year circle going around. Every year is their year, right? Yep, exactly. Here's, so here's, in reality, it's none of their years. So it's not going to be this year. <laughs> so facts, here's facts. the thing. Speaking of, um, I got them 10 and 7. I got them second in the division. So, so we're not far every, off. 9 and no, 8, 10 and 7. We're not really that far off. The, every year is their year because what happens is they go into the preseason. They're hyped up as like a top eight team. People are pumped. They get a stretch of games where they're like five in a row or whatever. People are lit. Dallas for the Super Bowl. And then every year in January – 
or late December, they fall off, and then by February 20th, they're back for next year. That's what happens <laughs> every single year, and that's – I don't know. I, I we'll see where they are in the playoffs for me. Cool, but they've definitely got – a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball. We'll see how their offense runs. There's no Kellen Moore. They have Brian Schottenheimer now. Where was he in 2022? If someone can tell me, I don't know if he was. I don't. I didn't see him at the high school level, college level, or pros when I was looking because I went through every OC. So I don't know where he was coaching. He's been in the league Maybe in the past, was- though. Oh, he was in the league in the past. Real yes. pedigree too. It was. With, uh, I was gonna say, yeah, he does. I was gonna say, Jags, Seahawks. He was. He was in the league in the past. So for sure, it's Martin not Sean like it's a bad stuff. thing. Yeah. So we will see. We will see. Obviously, where they go. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of Mike McCarthy. I don't. This defense could be live, very live this year. Obviously, Micah Parsons always in line to be. Uh, defensive player of the year now with his talent. Now they got Stephon Gilmore to go along with Trevon Diggs. So their defense could be electric. It's just, is there all, how is their offense going to be like, they have the talent every year. They're like kind of the chargers and just in a different way, like where they have the talent every single year to be like, they could make the Super Bowl. And it's not stupid to think if they put it together, that's a Super Bowl roster. It's Dallas. Will they put it together? Like Kyle has said with the Broncos, and, other, and the Patriots and the Browns remains to be seen. When it happens, I'll believe it. You know, the Chargers and Cowboys comparison is really good, except the Cowboys always just end, end more, way more dramatically every single time, like every single yeah. time, which I love. Mm-hmm. Which I love. And honest, uh, to be honest with you, the Chargers kind of end just as dramatic. They just don't get talked about like it. I like mean, they last don't, year, they don't end with Zeke Elliott getting train wrecked on like a weird Blown ass up. play they don't no, end, with, that's, that's they don't end with uh just running the timeout at the line in in good see, field that's position. see that's what I'm, like it's not as comparable but it's there it's like the chargers will do bad and then they will then they'll just run through but because they did bad in the beginning week 17 or week 18 now they'll lose trevor lawrence throws four picks in the first half and they still manage to lose the game the year they was like, oh man, they're gonna be great. The Patriots came through, mopped the floor with them. Like they just, the Chargers seem to just be the Cowboys. They just don't have the publicity. And you're right, there's little things about the Cowboys where they just can't. Help I think the themselves. Chargers, I think the Chargers are more snake bitten. The Cowboys seem yeah. to be like. I was thinking about it. the Cowboys. You can legitimately make the case. Not that I mean, I was a young kid when they went on their run, but. I mean, look, Jerry is an incredible businessman, clearly. Like, they're the number one brand across all of sports, maybe even across all of America. Like, that's how much Probably, that's yeah. how much the Cowboys are worth. And still, we can sit here and say the reason why they won in the 90s, in the fucking 90s, let me repeat that, the 90s, and we still talk about them like they won last year. Early. Uh, early mid, 90s, early in the 90s. Uh, I think 95 was the last year. Possibly I could be wrong by that. The reason why they got those, you could strongly say, is because of Jimmy Johnson. He was really the architect of those teams. Uh, Jerry hasn't done much of anything. Uh, I'm going to tie this all together because I'll get to what I think of this actual team and the record and all that. But while we're on the topic, uh, I just can't tell you 
from the Romo era into the Dak era, this team has just so many comparisons. Like, even in the Romo era, did they have tons of talent on both ends of the ball? They were exciting to watch. I actually, like, used to low-key root for the Cowboys. Like, Romo used to be one of my favorite quarterbacks. Like, you know, I always used to hate when people would call him overrated because it's like he can't even be rated because everyone hates on him so much. <laughs> but he would do Brett Favre yeah. shit on the field. Like, real shit. He I do agree do, with that. He would do Brett Favre shit. It's funny to me, though, because I've noticed it more this year than any year in the past. Dak is right in that zone of where Tony Romo was in his prime, where everyone's like, fuck this guy. And part of it's deserved, part of it is not. Uh, I think the Dak, the Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins thing. I think that's real. I don't think there's much difference between them. I think Dak's got a little bit more ability, uh, but you know, I feel like people are, are unfair to him. But it's just funny to see him get to that point now across every fan base, being like, "No, this guy's like the most overrated quarterback in the league," uh, which that's debatable. That's debatable. Uh, that to say that I just see the parallels. They are the exact same as they were 15 years ago, as they were 10 years ago, as they were eight years ago, just talented and just can't put together. That being said, yep. I love this roster. I love the addition of Stephon Gilmore. I love the addition How of Brandon Cooks. How can you not Cooks. lose the roster? Uh, I love everything about it. The question mark for me, like Keenan said, would be Mike McCarthy. Uh, I have them actually at 11 and 6. I had them originally at 10 and 7. I would not be surprised to see them leapfrog the Eagles. I just wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't shock me either. Push came to shove. I would take the Eagles in a postseason game over the Cowboys all day. But yep. I, they have the talent to where they could beat Frog. But I got them second. Yep. I got them in the playoffs. Uh, but, Tim, the more you said it, it's absolutely set up for them to crash and burn. Like, I'd never even, thought, I'd never even thought of it, but it really is. Because it, it's almost a make-or-break year for Dak. I can't imagine if, let's say they went 9-8 and eight and missed the playoffs. I can't imagine Dak would be back. You'd almost be in that zone where you'd be damned if you do, damned if you don't. But, man, there's a world, yeah, with all this talent it's, that it just doesn't come together, and it's a six-win team. I don't see that happening. But I just because either. it's Dallas, just because it's Dallas and just because, like, if it's going to go bad, it's going to go fucking bad. Yeah, I could see it just for that reason. It would kind of be like like the Lakers in basketball, you know? When it's bad for them, the whole Westbrook thing, it went all the way bad, you know? But when it's good, it's good. So that would be my yeah, comparison no, and, with them. And that's the thing. With L.A., obviously, story not franchise. A, talent's not a question. Talent's not a question with them. Or like all. when they, it was Kobe, Nash, and Howard, and they went 41 and 41. And it's like the people thought, I, I even, like, because that was like when I first started to do predictions. I thought it was going to be Heat Lakers in the finals. I was hopeful. But um, anyways, when you're going, like, this team just has all of it. Like, you go back to 07. Obviously, the Patriots were the team that we talked about. They're 16-0. The Cowboys went 13-3 that year, got beat in the playoffs by the Giants. They had the – obviously, the first year Zeke was there. They had another Romo year, 2015, when they had DeMarco Murray. Like, then Des catch game. Like, everything with this team is always, like, they're high and then they're low. The last two years, they've both been – they've been 12-5. and five. That being said, let me be fair to them. Let me be fair. They, if I'm, it's possible. If I'm going to say they have the ability to crash and burn, they also have the ability and the talent to break through. Mike McCarthy is they a have, Super Bowl winning coach. It's not like he's a zero win coach who's always got there and always lost. Uh, he's just as responsible for the big losses they've had as Aaron Rodgers is, I would say. Uh, but he has also won a Super Bowl. This team does have talent. So I do not to pile on the hate, 
this team absolutely could break through and win. I just don't see it. I don't know if Dak's that guy. I really don't. He's perplexing to me. He really is. Uh, this is going to be a pass-heavy offense. They're going to be fun to watch if everything's clicking. But if this is anything less than a 10-win team, that's a disappointment. Yeah. That's a heavy disappointment. If you changed – if you – keep the coach, too. If you changed the name of the Dallas Cowboys to the Seattle Seahawks, I would think they could win the Super Bowl, and they might be, like, my favorite in the in the NFC. It literally just – the name Dallas Cowboys, they find a way to screw it up. They do. But, Timmy, you go on. I just want to really quickly – I know we were kind of pushing for time here. but No, no, you're fine. Keep going. We're, I'm, what, we're uh, chilling. I'm fine. What – what Kyle was saying about kind of being a make or break season for Dak. Yep. It's really weird because he got that contract, right? So he's getting paid and most of it's guaranteed. I think it's like pretty close to all being guaranteed. Yep. They added two years to his contract, two void years. I, I've never really heard of this. I've heard of it, but like, I don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. I guess what it meant was if they decide to move on from him, they're able to stretch the guaranteed money over those two void years, mm-hmm. so it doesn't hurt them as much, which is weird. That is weird. Um, then they go and they trade for Trey Lance, giving up a fourth-round pick for someone that might not even deserve to be on a roster, and then they don't tell Dak that they're doing it. They, they didn't inform anybody that they were doing it. They just got him, and then Dak was like, oh, I just learned on Instagram that my new backup quarterback is you know someone we had to trade for. That was a former third overall pick. That could create some controversy. I don't know. Maybe he gets in Dak's head. Maybe he just has a bad turnover season, and that's really what sinks them this year is he throws 20 picks this year, and that's really what does it. I could totally see it happening. They've been, like Keenan said, 12-5 and five the last two years. That's too many years. Three in a row, can't, can't say that they could do that. So they're going down this year, putting them at 9-8. and eight. That's not even a bad year. You're talking like, to me. They're going to miss the playoffs. You're talking to me. See? See? It makes sense. I mean, granted, I got him at 11, so it makes sense. I'd be the slight step back. But there's almost too much talent. But there's a world. There's a world. Mm -hmm. For sure. Dak was the interception leader last year, and he didn't play five games. So tell me it can't happen. That being said, where where it is a saving grace for them, if Dak does get injured or something, uh, Cooper Rush is a valuable backup. He is, uh, which is weird that they trade for – Trey Lance, because Cooper Rush actually looked good when he had to play last year. Maybe yep. Lance will be something so like a... I was confused. Maybe Trey Lance will be Cowboys. something like a Taysom Hill for him. That's the only thing I could really imagine. Or maybe the future backup in case they move actually, on to the back, but I don't know. Jerry Jones had this weird quote about Trey Lance. He said something that was along the lines of, we hope he doesn't have to play for us in the next couple of years. Something like that. Like, we traded for him, but I hope he's not playing for us. Which is a really weird quote to say about a guy you just spent the fourth round pick on. Yeah, um, I'm, so. if I got it, he has to work on his PR because that exactly what I would say is because he found Dak is our number, is Dak is our guy, Dak is our guy a hundred percent. But we always love this as an NFL is a very dangerous game. We just want to make sure we have the best we're in the best position to win. But Dak is a hundred percent our quarterback. Pretty mm-hmm. simple, real easy answer. Explain why you got him, but Timmy, you move on to what you think the Commanders are going to do this year. They're going to command nothing. Um, yeah, I think they're the worst team in the division. Clearly, I actually am intrigued on Sam Howell. Um, I don't think he's going to be that bad. Um, maybe a streaming candidate for fantasy, but definitely, I think bold prediction. I told Cam just a couple of days ago that he would be an all an every week guy. 
because he actually rushes the ball pretty often, and that's a pretty big deal when it comes to fantasy. So he might have that floor of five or six points just from rushing, and then he's going to get you another 10, 11. So he might be there. Um, but he's kind of he's got a lot of skill positions here that I like too. I like Jahan Dotson. The offense looks good, and the defense is always well coached. But that being said, I still got him at six and eleven. I don't think they're a great team. Uh, I don't think they're going to blow the doors off anybody. And I, uh, I just, it's an interesting team, but I don't think they're winning a lot. They have an above average. They have an above five hundred defense and a below five hundred offense. I put some at five and twelve for me. They could get to eight and nine, and I wouldn't be too shocked. That just means that their defense finally clicked. They didn't decide to pick up Chase Young's fifth year option, which I thought was bizarre. Like, I why not just pick it up? Yeah. So, I mean, that might be either they have a contract that they're ready for with him, or this is like his last year here. So he might be a man possessed trying to get that money. Um, but yeah, no, I think this team has a eight or nine, nine at the max, max, with pretty much an eight win ce- uh, ceiling. Four floor, I got him at five, five and twelve. This team very much is like the Giants for me, as far as like they they've got the pieces. Like I think we all like the defense here. The question would be Sam Howell. Uh, they're not as well coached as the Giants. Uh, that being said, Rivera to make an NBA comparison, Keenan Rivera to me is like Dwayne Casey. Like he's good, and I would yeah. I would say in NBA terms, Dwayne Casey's still better. But like veteran coach, he's not necessarily going to hurt you, but not necessarily going to make you. A lot better. Uh, again, I think mm-hmm. Dwayne Casey's still better than Ron Rivera, but uh, yeah, I see them I as see a seven-win team. I think they'll make much like the Giants. I think they're just going to play people tough. They're going to be physical. They'll have the ability to run the ball. Howell's going to give them a different dimension. They got receivers. That's the weird thing. Like they got a real talented group of receivers. Um, and just you know, like we said about the Cowboys, Cowboys are bound to cough one up here or there. Why not to the Skins Commanders football team? Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, the Giants and them might split. You know what I mean? They'll make I shit. They took one from the Eagles last year, correct? And the yes. Cowboys. So, yes. And they really seem to like how. So, yeah, I could see a world of seven and ten at the most nine and eight. It'll be them and the Giants battling it out. And I have more confidence in the Giants. But, you know, going into week 12 last year, I believe it was the Giants and uh, I almost called them the Redskins. The Giants and the Commanders had the same exact record with two games to play against each other we saw what the Giants Mm -hmm. did. Um, So there's real pedigree on this team. The coaching's okay enough. The roster's definitely good enough. Uh, It's just whether or not Howell can protect the ball and such and so forth. But I think this will be another tough NFC East year, all of them scrapping it out, and the bottom team being seven wins. Yep. All right, on to the NFC West. Yes, Timmy, let's go. What you got? So this is this is actually one that kind of shocked me, but I actually really like – we're going to start out with the Seahawks. I actually really like them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they shocked the hell out of me last year. I think I had them as like a three or four win team. They made it all the way up to like 11 or something. So they got better on offense. They drafted two offensive players in the first two rounds along with a defensive player, which is crazy. They got a lot of talent in this draft. Um, so I think they got better. Um, and I actually think they are the best team in this division, which is tough. It's just with the 49ers, they lose their defensive coordinator. Um, mm-hmm. They've kind of had a revolving door at defensive coordinator for these last and, couple of years. And so, quarterback. True. The quarterback is always a confusion. I would take Geno over Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And with the additions of Jackson, I, I don't know. It's, it's close to say that I like Seattle's group better than I like 
San Francisco's group of wide receivers. Um, so um, I also like their running backs too. So in their own line is solid. So I, I like this team. I actually got them winning the division. I think they're a 12 win team, 12 and five. Mm. I think 12 is a touch high, but I got them competing for the division lead. Um, I got them 10 and seven. I think this is definitely a playoff team. Uh, it's good when you have an off season of continuity. I think that's great where you don't really have major switches on the coordinating, major switches on the offense. You bring in a few things. They got Bobby Wagner back, which maybe it's kind of like how Jamie Collins was where you have like whatever you are here, he comes back home and he just kind of livens up just because he's so used to that setting. I do think this team is very interesting. They will definitely be competing for the division. Um, And two things I wanted to quickly say. The Seahawks are like the reverse of the Cowboys, where in the sense where the Cowboys are like, what can go wrong will. And like the Seahawks managed to just pull things right. Like there are multiple years he was Russell Wilson. I was like, that's like a six win team. They'd managed to mm-hmm. hit 10 wins again in the playoffs. And they're like, okay. So like Pete Carroll's just going to always have them respectable, one. And two, every single minute that Russell Wilson trade looks better and better. Because if Geno goes out and plays better than Russ again, they just got all of that compensation to get a better quarterback, which is crazy to think like that is the case. So, I definitely they're they're competing for the division. I have them as a playoff team, ten and seven. Right there with Keaton again, ten and seven. Uh, I'll say this: all summer I was prepared to come in here and pick them as my division winner. All summer. Uh, so props to you, Tim. Because I was ready. I love everything about this team. My only real questions are about the defense. I think Gino's going to be better. I think that offense is going to be better. They got another running back. The backfield's deep. Uh, Gino is one of my favorite players in the league. His bounce back story. He can truly throw with touch. Uh, mm-hmm. He's great to watch. Uh, low key. He's got poise late in games too, which has been surprising. Like what? Like does. when they were over at the Bucks uh, overseas made some plays there. Like he's made plays down the stretch and it kind of shocks you, especially for someone who hadn't been really put in that spotlight in like almost half a decade. Yeah. I mean, I love everything about this team and I really wanted to pick them on virtue of like, it's kind of at some point got to go not bad, but just a little bit South for the Niners. Like they've gotten away with a lot with this quarterback carousel and everything and just everything that's happened there, whether it's injuries and they still find a way to be on top, but all the talent there, I, you know, I'll leak it here. Yeah, the Niners are going to be my division winner, but uh, Seahawks, really Seahawks, right? right. Yeah, well, if you don't have the Seahawks, have? Yeah. It's, it's not a leak. Yeah, I should probably be off the show if I was going to pick the Rams or the Cards, but yeah, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's the Niners. But literally up until the last five days, my division winner was going to be the Seahawks. Um, weirdly have an affinity for this team. I've loved them ever since. You always have too, which weirdly enough. Yeah, like I used to hate. Always been a Seahawks guy. I used to hate them back in the day because they had ugly ass uniforms. Then they made the switch to the uniforms they got now, and I'm like, oh, I like this team. And the crowd is crazy lit. Like their crowd always brings it, no matter what team they have. So, and I like Pete Carroll as a coach. He's a player's coach. He's a 75 going on like 25. So, Pete Carroll (laughs) guy. So yeah, Yeah. I, I got always chewing gum. Always chewing gum. Always shoot gum. He's got that Ray Allen aspect to him. <laughs> yeah. So, Ray Allen had the same piece of gum probably for like a 300, like every season. Just like one piece <laughs> of gum for the same season. And I think you want to talk about predictions. I think the year they won it, I think they went 14 and two. And I think I picked them before the year to win it. 
And I think I even picked them to go 13 and three or 14 and two. So ever since then, I'm like, oh, I'm riding with this team. I can trust them. So, yep. yeah. But yeah, 10 and seven. All right. Second in the division to the Niners, which I'm sure that's the next team we'll be doing. So. I was going to say, well, Timmy, what do you have the Niners record? <laughs> I have the identical record, twelve and five. I think it just comes down to head-to-head um, yep. and division record, and then the Seahawks just edge them out. They're very, very similar teams. Mm-hmm. I think the Niners' defense is better, um, but I'm starting to like the Seahawks' offense more, um, mainly because of the QB. At least they don't have like a question mark there where we don't know. Most likely, Geno's playing 17 games this year, um, barring injury. Whereas yep. I could see Brock Purdy benched Week Five if it's bad. So. Um, but I got them 12 and 5. I think they're still a perennial playoff team, potentially Super Bowl team. They got the defense for it. Um. Yep. All right. So obviously, right now, I've got the 49ers. I have them winning the division at 11 and 6. Uh, they're competing with, uh, the Seahawks will be competing with them all year long. Nick Bosa's probably out week one, but I don't think his injury is going to be long-term, which is good. So you've still got one of the best edge rushers in the game. Fred Warner got the best middle linebacker in the game. That defense is going to be stout. It's going to be interesting to see with the moving pieces defensively, how that defense works. Obviously they don't have D'Amico Ryans any longer. Offensively, I'm not really concerned regardless of who their QB is. They seem to make it work enough. Kyle Shanahan's just such a great offensive mind. He makes it work. The thing with the 49ers is they haven't gotten the quarterback position like right, right yet. Like Jimmy G, especially in that playoff run was not good. Like they're the one they went to the Super Bowl with the Chiefs, but they still got to the Super Bowl. They got to the NFC championship game, I believe twice. Like they've are they've just been a team where if you had even Dak Prescott, I feel like you could argue they have like two Super Bowls right now. Like they are, they have been just such a great team. Takeout QB, probably the best roster in the league over the last five years accumulatively for sure. But I think they're just too good not to be competing for the division. I got them there. If they were two to the Seahawks, wouldn't shock me. 11 and six. Before I get into this, I just want to real quick talk about Jimmy G. I'm not a Jimmy G guy, but I am a Jimmy G defender. And I will say, if you look at those two playoff runs where they went deep in the playoffs with them, whether it was the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game, the stats aren't that terrible, especially when you compare them to the opposing quarterbacks. They're not that far off. Aside from that Packers game where he literally did nothing and you know the defense and the special teams took over, it's not terrible numbers. It's not terrible numbers. That would be my pushback. Uh, that being said, Keenan, I'm, I'm right do- with you. He didn't do anything on that playoff. Run, was, but okay, was, but you know what? I would disagree. I would disagree. You got to make throws <laughs> here and there. It wasn't Trent Trent Dilfer in two thousand. I would say that did a it bit. Was, it was that playoff run was damn close. I look, oh, that, I'm pretty sure they rushed for four hundred. That playoff run for sure. He, I, for sure. I can tell you exactly <laughs> Packer, what it Packers was. game excluding. But I mean, go to the opposing <laughs> quarterback stats. It's not like he was getting like completely outdueled here. That's my That's point. Fair. They did have a they did have a stud defense that year as well. Absolutely, which is he's which been is tough. Absolutely, he's been serviceable. Absolutely, I mean he's in a, the, he's the definition yeah. of a game manager. But I don't think he's mm-hmm. Trent Dilfer here. I think he's got a little more ability than that. He's That's all he's saying. got more ability than Trent Dilfer. But on that first playoff run where the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl, he was Trent Dilfer. He threw fifty eight passes in three games. 
He ball threw control. 58, ball 58 passes. No, he didn't have to. But I'm also saying compared to the opposing quarterbacks, it's not like they were outgunning him here. You know what I mean? Were they hiding well, him? No, I mean, Mahomes him? did. Mahomes did. Rodgers didn't because that game was a rout, and I can't even remember their first game, honestly, that playoff. See, how you feel about but, Jimmy G, though? That's how I feel about Tua. Like, I feel like they simplify it for him. He can just throw it deep. That's really the only difference, and he's a little more mobile than Jimmy, obviously. That's really I've the only never difference. Been a, I've never been a Jimmy guy, not even when he was a Patriot. I was n- – Totally agree. Hey, he helped. Even on the he helped us win the, He helped us win a ring on the Pats. Going what two and hey, one? Hey, yeah. Then Jacoby came in. Jacoby came in and ran a military offense. We still won the game. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy played six great quarters. He had the game against Arizona. I want to say either Sunday or Monday night, where out. he threw like he two touchdowns out. to no picks. He played really well. Then threw four touchdowns against the Dolphins in the first in the first half, and then got injured. Jacoby went one and one. We lost sixteen to nothing to the Buffalo Bills, and then Tom went twenty eight to two. So Tom was focused right. that year. Is the year I remember the most out of every single Patriot year for some reason. But don't tw- give me Tom was don't get me whimsical about the glory days. Uh, no, Tom was <laughs> Tom was nasty that year. But go on with the 49ers. Yes, went on a Jimmy quick, G because we're gonna breeze through uh, the fucking Cardinals These last and two. the Rams, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. Niners have it eleven and six. Too much talent. Um speaking of Jimmy G, the thing with Purdy, I think he can tone it down. The difference between him and Jimmy G is that he can push the ball down the field. So I do think they have yep. the explosive aspect. But if Shanahan wants him to tone it down, I think he'll be able to. You know, I don't think he's yep. just like one of these mistake prone quarterbacks or someone who's gonna force the issue. Um that being said, sophomore slump, I could see a little bit of regression, just a little bit of mistakes here and there. I do see that. I don't see a world where Darnold replaces him unless it is injury. That's the only way. Uh, Weirdly, there is buzz from a variety of people who think Darnold could take over and fit this offense. That would be fucking bizarre to me, to say the least. Um, My favorite story, I don't know if we talked about it here, but my favorite story I've heard all offseason was that had they won that game against the Eagles, that they were going to call Phillip Rivers to be their quarterback in the Super Bowl. That would have been absolutely insane. That's the kind of chaos I root for on every aspect <laughs> of sports, my life, anything. I love that kind of chaos. I would have loved that. Uh, that being said, though, yeah, I got the Niners winning the division. <laughs> we'll go forward about the uh, the prospects <laughs> of their postseason. It's like when the Lions like, – That would have been a Disney wild, movie if Rivers came back. I think and the won. Lions like a while back, Joe Kitna was teaching – like, he was literally a teacher, and then they brought him out. Was like, hey, can you go play in this game for us? If, Phil, like, if Phillip gosh. Rivers would have won that game, if they would have made it to the Super Bowl and they won, Disney would have been lined up so quick, especially oh. with his, like, Catholic or Christian background. They would have had that scene. Heck yeah. They would have, <laughs> you guys cannot touch me. <laughs> they would have had that scene. I am better. <laughs> they would have had a scene at the end of the movie, like him on the podium with, like, all seven or eight of his kids, like, kissing him. It would have. Like, I think it's like 10 now. Yeah, yeah it probably is. Yeah, Mahomes, you are beneath me. You are not as good as me, Mahomes. <laughs> or they botch completely and just have him like actually like cussing. Yeah, no, this Fuck is y'all. crazy. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but uh, all right. So I'm guess you have the Rams next. What do you have the record? I, I We don't need to talk about these teams. Next? We're just gonna I got them 5-12. and 12. I think the only worry here is Cooper Cup might – have a hamstring injury still, which is kind of worrying. Um, so mm-hmm. if that lingers, that might suck. But I got them. They're about five-win team. They're not 
atrocious, but they're pretty bad. Um, so, yep. yeah. Got him at a seven-win team. Sean McVay is a good coach. Aaron Donald's on the defense. Cooper Cup, if he's healthy, and Matt Stafford are on the offense, good enough to get you a few wins. I see them being a seven-win team only if Stafford and Cup stay healthy. And Cup, it's already looking at- questionable. I'm really just going to take this time to, you know, boost what I said last time of not taking Cooper Cup because I think he is going to miss like at least six games to start. Don't think they do anything of relevance on the offensive end. Got them at five and twelve. Defense is completely shoddy outside of Aaron Donald. Uh, this is a bad team, and I think once it starts going south, Stafford's going to get a fake injury, maybe even trade him. But they're going to tank once it goes bad. And He'll retire. And their schedule is. <laughs> unbelievably tough there's a world where they're 0 and 9 even trying to win uh so yeah i just have no faith in this team whatsoever honestly if stafford if they suck early they might tank for caleb williams to be honest with you and good thing they won the super bowl because if they didn't and they went all that way to not get anything they would be it would be atrocious for them i was gonna say do they do they even have a first round pick this year i want to say they finally have a pick i could be wrong though i i could be wrong but, I, I mean, don't think they have their second this year, but they I, might have their I first. I think uh, they have their first. I could be wrong. Let me just go through their schedule real quick, just the beginning part. Seahawks, Niners, Bengals, Colts. Colts is like their only winnable game. Eagles after that. Three, then they got Cardinals. Four, then they got the Steelers, Cowboys, two four, Packers, two and five, Rams. Two and six, There's not two a lot of seven, wins. Two and seven. <laughs> not two a lot of seven. wins there. I think you're preaching my point. I got them at five wins. I think seven is kind of reaching here. They don't have Listen, a lot of talent how, other than I, three players. I agree. So. I Listen, them. and I got them at five and twelve. Cooper... Strictly because of the next team we're going to talk about. I think they're going to be worse. Uh, go ahead, and finish your points, and then we're just going to go on to the cards. No, I was just going to say I think the Cooper, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, Sean McVay, I thought could get you maybe seven at max. I was trying to give them respect. In Madden, if they're five or four wins, fine. But we can talk about this atrocity of a team we call the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to try to lose. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kyler plays this try. year. Yeah, I don't think Kyler I don't, plays. I don't, I don't think there's a reason for them to even put him in. Um, they're obviously shipping off every player they got for seventh-round picks, so they don't really care. And they're giving away fourth-round picks to get fucking Josh Dobbs at quarterback. So <laughs> I got them 2-15. and 15. I think they're the bottom tier. They're the number one pick this year, um, which is sad because they'll have two quarterbacks that could – be starting somewhere next year. So. Like, likewise, two and fifteen. Caleb Williams sweepstake. They'll probably get him. So then, this is going to be. They're going to be interesting to talk about in the off season. Kind of like when they did when they got Rosen, and then they got the number one pick in Kyler Murray, and then so they're going to be interesting in the off season because what do you do? What do you do with Kyler Murray now? Do you keep him? Do you trade the number one pick away? Why would you trade Caleb Williams? Whatever. So they'll be interesting then. They're not interesting now. Two and fifteen. If they went zero and seventeen, I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't be that shocked. I could see it, hundred percent. I got them a little better than both of y'all. I got them at three and fourteen. Jeez, uh, <laughs> unlike you guys, needle. <laughs> unlike you guys, though, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any question. I think if they get Caleb Williams, I think Kyler is looking for a new team next year. So I don't think there's much intrigue there. I think Kyler has played his last down in Arizona, and I agree with Tim. He's not playing at all this year. They're gonna tank all the way next division enough the nfc north i think the one of the most interesting divisions just because like depending on who you are you can go so many different ways with this division um timmy first team 
debating on if I want to keep their record or flex them a little bit. I'm actually really bullish on quite a few teams this year, and I think there's going to be a lot of new division winners this year. I think the Lions are the team. I love Dan Campbell. I think he's a great coach. He made that roster that has no players on it play well last year, and I think they have a better roster this year. They've gotten a lot of defensive talent in this last few drafts here. So I'm going to put them right at 11-6. and six. I think that's all it's going to take to win this one. I had them at 12-5, and five, but their defense is still a little shoddy and really young, so I'm going to keep them at 11-6. I have them at 10 and 7. Actually, I just upped them because I had them at 9 and 8. Um, but I still think regardless, I have them winning the division. I think they are they're offensively, they're nice everywhere. I, I love Amon Ra. Um, and yeah, I think defensively, Aiden Hutchinson's going to improve and they're going to have they have a few pieces here and there. Jameer Gibbs is going to be nice. So they've got a team. I think the Lions are going to be great. And shout out to Dan knee eating Cam knee taking Campbell on that. I had the Lions at ten wins originally, bumped them down to nine and eight. Um, much like you guys love the offense, not so much the defense. Um, at the end of the day, this kind of comes down to that they're still the Lions, and the fact that every where you turn, everywhere you look, everywhere you listen, everybody is sipping the Lions Kool Aid. This makes me a little. This gives me some caution. So Fair. just because of the Lions, I'm taking some caution. I got them at nine and eight. Uh, again, Fair. do not love this defense. Um, if Kelsey was playing on Thursday, I would think the Chiefs would put up goddamn near forty on them. But I don't think that's going to happen now. With Kelsey still could. Uh, still could. I don't. I'm not in love with the Chiefs receiving core, but that's discussion for another day. Um, oh no, they're not. But it's Lions team. There's a lot to like, and there's a lot to be questionable of. And uh, I do like Dan Campbell's energy. Do want to see Dan Campbell in a big game and see what that looks like. Granted, he, yep. I mentioned it earlier, went head-to-head with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, got the win. And played well. But got now it's win. really time to prove it for the Lions. So 9-8, and eight. let's move on to the next They finally game. have expectations. They went into that game not having the expectations. It was a road game. So they now have expectations because people have them up there, but Timmy, you're good to go. And they are the next cursed team in the whole entire NFL next to the Browns. Like, it's Browns, Lions, and then... Cowboys are now... Cowboys and Chargers are somewhere in there. At least Cowboys got yep. a ring, but Lions are yeah. poverty. Anyway. Yes. What's up, Tim? He's debating with his girl. So yeah, I got five more minutes, but really we got thirty-five more minutes probably. <laughs> so yeah, no five ten. <laughs> All right, my bad. Um, <laughs> second team in this division, it is tough because the Packers are such a well-coached team here. I just think the Bears are going to be a turnaround team this year. Um, so I got them second, and I got them at ten and seven. Okay. I've got the Bears winning half of those games. I've got them at 5 and 12. I think that it's going I think that Justin Fields will definitely have his best season. DJ Moore is going to help for sure. That defense is still not great. That offensive line is still not great and that team is still not great. They are the bottom of my division for me. 5 and 12. Likewise with Keenan, I got them at 6 and 11 at the bottom of the division. I don't like their defense. I do like some of the pieces on offense, but you want to talk about someone they don't trust to throw. Uh, he, Justin Fields 
ranks below Jimmy G in that. Like, I think he threw some of the, like, the least of anybody in the last, I don't know, X amount of years. It was, it's an insane stat. I don't have it off the top. No, of it really head, is. But uh, they run a 1920s offense, damn near, with fields. Uh, if it is going to be something for the Bears, I see it a year or two down the line. Definitely not this year. I'm intrigued more. Tell me more about this 10-win team because I'm intrigued. Like, do you see Fields, like, developing more as a passer? Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, and like we've had this conversation before. Exactly. It's just anytime they trade for a wide receiver, that is good. The quarterback gets better. Um, he obviously didn't set the bar too high last year passing-wise, so pretty much anything is an improvement this year. Um, and I do like – other pieces that they have, uh, I think Khalil Herbert could be great, um, potentially, you know, a starter every single week in fantasy. So I like him, and I think the division is kind of bad this year. So Gene will be happy to hear that. Shouts to Gene. Yeah, Gene will be absolutely happy to hear that. Sorry, (laughs) Gene. Five and 12. Fair enough. All right. Number three. I got the Packers right behind him at nine and eight. Um, I think they're an interesting team. I don't know if Jordan Love can really get it done, um, but Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly get it done last year, and they were like nine and eight or eight and nine last year. So that's where I get them. I have them nine and eight as well. I think that defense is still top ten in the league. They've got pieces everywhere, all over that defense, especially if you have Jay or Alexander healthy all season. And offensively, I think this is going to be the first year you really see Matt Lafleur run his offense. Uh, he is. He comes from that Sean McVay tree where they are really run first, establish a run, then play action, which is why you see it with Kyle Shanahan. You see it with all these coaches that the run game is still alive and well. It's just by committee now instead of just having bell cows. I think Aaron Jones could have maybe his biggest season yet, and A.J. Dillon's going to play a big role. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league. We'll see what Christian Watson can do. I like this team. I actually have them sneaking into the playoffs. I have them second in the division at nine and eight. I'll take it a step further. I got the Packers winning the division. Uh, I see this being pretty much like Russ to the Broncos last year and how the Seahawks bounced back. I see this being a 2.0 version of that. Uh, This division's weak enough. The Lions got enough holes. The Bears, as I said, I don't think they're the most talented. And the Vikings are the Vikings. You know, whatever. The Vikings are kind of the wild card in this division. But I like their coaching staff. I just think Jordan Love's going to have a good control of this offense. I think he's going to have low-key a good year. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be very much like Geno. But the difference he's is... He's been there long enough. Exactly. Difference is, I mean, this is... I'm not saying Jordan Love's as talented as Aaron Rodgers. He's definitely not. But this is the exact situation that happened with Rodgers and Favre, including the same team going to the Jets. Um, there was big controversy when they took Jordan Love while Aaron Rodgers was still on the team. And, you know, what happened, happened. They didn't go Took out and get... around the same pick, too. Yeah, and they didn't go out and get another backup, which shows, like, they're ready for this guy. He's They plan on him being here for the long term. Uh, you know, I was thinking this is very much like the Celtics and their head coaches, not to make a basketball reference, but, you know, it was Doc, Brad Stevens, and Udoka. They would have planned on him being there 10 years, you know, as long as he yep. wanted to be there. That would have been the plan. That's very much how the Packers operate at the quarterback position. They trust Jordan Love. He'll be there. LaFleur is one of the best coaches in the league. You combine that with the continuity that they already have and a roster that all of us liked last year. We all had Green Bay as contender probably going into the year last year. Uh, No reason Mm -hmm. why Jordan Love, whether it's game managing, whether it's him showing his true ability, 
no reason why Jordan Love can't lead this team to the postseason. Division winner, 10-7. and seven. I agree. I agree with everything. Obviously, I don't have the same outcome, but if they won the division at 10-7, and seven, would not shock me in the slightest. Timmy, you were good with that last team. What do you have Minnesota at? I have Minnesota at 7-10. and 10. I think they're still not – they're not a contender in it by any means, but they're still a competitive team. Last year, I think they were like, what, 9-1 and one in one-score games. So they can yeah. get it done if they need to, but I just don't think they're going to swing that way this year. They might have even been Their defense is really good. I think so. They might have been nine and zero. I think they're eleven and zero. To be completely honest with you, in like one score games, I think it was something stupid like that. Um, are you, do you have any more to say on the Vikings? Mainly just their defense is bad. They obviously have the offense and the coach to do it, but their defense is just so bad that I don't think they're going to be able to really hang in there with the other teams. Yeah, no, their defense is not good. Uh, they took a little bit step back at running back. I think Alexander Madison's good. He's not Dalvin Cook. Um, their wide receiving crop is one of the better crops in the league, obviously, when you have Justin Jefferson. But 7-10, and 10, I have them there as well. I think you regress to the mean. If you are anywhere between 9-0 and 11-0 and and in one-score games, you're going to go 5-5. Five and five. That brings you from 13 to 8, 7, 8, right down there. So I think you regress to the mean. I have them 7-10. and 10. I have them at 8-9. and nine. Would not be surprised to see them flip with the Lions and go nine and eight, and maybe the Lions go eight and nine. Uh, there is a pathway to them winning the division again. Like you guys, I think they take a step back in these one score games. That's not going to happen again. Uh, they got some lucky wins last year. They also had some gutsy wins last year, uh, but they have enough on they offense. Did. Kirk Cousins, say what you want about Kirk Cousins, he can get it done. Like he can do the job. Uh, I just kind of see them taking a step back along with the emergence of the Lions. And obviously what I said about the Packers, I just think they're kind of the odd man out. But this division's weirdly weak and competitive at the same time. It's a really weird division. And I think it's going to make for some really good games, especially between the it, trio of the Vikings, Pack, and the Lions. Like the AFC East, the AFC North, are those are A's. You have the AFC West. It's like an A minus. Like this is like a B minus to B division, but like everybody's within like, a C minus to a B. So like it's competitive, but it's just like a step down from like the top divisions in the league. It's going to be an interesting division this year. And the AFC South, finally we are at the end <laughs> and then we get into everything else, but AFC South. What do we, we got? Saved, we save what in my opinion is the worst division for last. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two teams that I could totally see getting the first overall pick, which would be interesting if it was the Panthers. Um, first overall, I think the Saints are the best team here, mainly because their defense and their schedule. Their defense is actually pretty solid. They yep. have some pieces. And then they don't play very good quarterbacks throughout the entire year. So I think just all that, that alone is going to keep them in a lot of games. And then their offense is good enough with uh, Olave and Derek Carr to be fine. So I got them right at 10-7 and seven, winning this division. I have them at 9-8 and eight winning the division. I was so close to not having them win the division. But I have them at 9-8 and eight winning the division just by default. They've got a good defense. I don't like their coach whatsoever, but I think just because of how bad the, team, the division is, they might like, squeak into it. Trash division. I do not like their coach at all. Um, 
that being said, Tim was being nice when he said they have an easy schedule. They might have the easiest schedule I've ever seen. Uh, we talked about mm-hmm. the Vikings last year. Vikings were somehow a 13-win team last year, right? 12 or 13 yep. wins. I could 13. easily see that be the Saints this year. Easily see. I could see the Saints being a one seed. I don't think that's crazy to say. Like, if you look at their schedule, it's literally – there's tough games, but there's no, like, oh, shit, they got to go there at that point in the year. Like, they they have one of the easiest schedules I've ever seen. I got them at 11. Plus, they get the NFC South. It, That's six games exactly. of terrible quarterback play. Exactly. So. Yeah, their only challenging games in that division is going to be Atlanta, and that's going to be by virtue of coaching because I'm not in love with Ritter yeah. at quarterback. But I got them at no. 11 and 6. Wouldn't be shocked to see that get to 12 or 13. And it's not by their talent. God. And they do have talent. They got Michael Thomas coming back. Kamara at some point will be back. Uh, I think Carr's mm-hmm. going to have a bounce Jamal back Williams. season. Jamal Williams. I think Carr's going to have a bounce back season. I don't think what we saw last year is necessarily what – we're going to continue to see. Um, but, yeah, by default, this team pisses me off more than Michael Thomas. <laughs> he is a weird one. He is a weird one. But he pisses me off. Yeah, I see them by default, 11-6. and six. I do see Atlanta pushing them, but, again, would not be mm-hmm. surprised me to see them be a 12 or 13 win team. Oh, my By God. division and by schedule. That schedule is cupcake. Their best team, they're either the Patriots or the Packers. Yeah, no, that schedule's cut. I'm a re- He's Titan- not joking when he said they could win 13. No, no like, Titans, Panthers, can. Packers, Bucks, Patriots, Texans. Like They have the NFC South, the AFC South, the NFC South, and <laughs> every worst, like, no division winner. Imagine if they, yeah, have, they play, like, the Rams. Imagine if they, they play the Rams. God, dog. Man. You go 17 this, and 0. <laughs> maybe. All right, uh, who's next? Uh, next, I got the Falcons. The Falcons are actually a very interesting team. One of the best mm-hmm. rush—they were the best rushing team last year, and they did it with a rookie. Um, they're gonna do it again with a rookie, uh, and he's gonna break the rookie record for the second year in a row. They're gonna reset the rookie record here on rushing. So, um, I got them seven and ten, and I think they're just gonna be such a run-heavy team that they're gonna control the clock. They don't really need uh, Ritter whatever his name is, yeah, Ritter, uh, to really do anything, which is weird because they actually have offensive stars. I think Drake London could be amazing, and I think Kyle Pitts could be good if they designed a play for him every once in a while maybe. Um, but mm-hmm. they're just going to run, and they're going to control the clock. They're going to get seven, eight wins. I got them at seven and ten. So. I was absolutely low on this team last year to Kyle's dismay. I am not low on this team this year. I have them at seven and ten, and a lot of my body wanted to pick them to win the division, but a lot of my mind, body, and soul wanted to. But yeah, we're not going to mention that guy. Um, (laughs) uh, Desmond Ritter is the only reason why this team is not the division winner. Seven and ten. That that's all I need to say. Desmond Ritter is the only. I got the Falcons at nine and eight. They're one of the teams I cannot wait to watch this Sunday. Uh, yes. I think they're going to be incredibly fun to watch between B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, seeing what Ritter is. Uh, they're well coached. Uh, my boy Tyler Algier in the cut, too. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think. You're RB, too. <laughs> right, yeah. My, it's, it's looking scary over there. I rebounded to my other <laughs> leagues, but I plan on. I mean, you know, my team's called DeMar Hamlin's Heart. We're going to be a scrappy team. We're going to, you know, we're going to be on the waiver wire. We got some picks that were reaches that might be good. So, you know, look out for us in the later weeks. But I got them at nine and eight. I think they're well coached. Uh, I think they'll uh, put the fear in God of some, in some teams. 
And this team has real potential if Ritter is anything. I just don't know if he is, in fact, anything at all. Uh, if he's game managing, then, uh, yeah, you know, they'll be scary. They'll be much like the Steelers, uh, among other teams where they're just, you know, making you fight to the death. But I do like their roster. Do not like the quarterback. I love the coaching staff. Uh, and I can't wait to see what Bijan looks like, among other things. But 9-8, and eight, wild card fringe team. We'll see. I got a lot of 9-8s and eights in both conferences. Yep. Timmy, you're next. Which team's in third? I know you, we don't care about these last two teams all that much. I have the Panthers in third. Um, sad to say, but I have more faith in Bryce Young than I do Baker Mayfield. Um, okay. And this team, also a good rushing team. They can run. Um, so I kind of like this team a little bit more. I don't really like either of these teams, but um, they brought in some decent offensive guys. Adam Thielen, probably overpaid, probably not worth anything. Hayden Hurst, I actually really like Hayden Hurst. I think he's very good. Um, obviously not like top five, but I think he's going to be a target machine there because um, rookies usually like their tight ends. So I still got them pretty bad at 4-13, and 13, but mm, I think they're – a lot of people have this team winning the division, which is kind of crazy, but – yeah, I think, that, that that is, I think that's I think that's wild. I have them at six and eleven. I like Bryce Young a lot. I think he's very very talented. I, he's a quarterback that if he was six four, he might not be exactly what people were talking about in Trevor Lawrence, but he would literally he can do everything very well. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a height with him, which made him not be like touted as that kind of prospect. So I like him a lot. Um, they're gonna have. Uh, their offensive coordinator was under under the McVay tree. They got Miles Sanders. They're going to run the ball heavy. They already don't have wide receivers at all. But I think they're going to be a competitive team. Six and eleven is where I got them. I got them at five and twelve. I do have questions about the offense. Less questions about the defense. More so on their offensive yep. line. But if their line's good, then I do see them being competitive, especially in those Falcons, Saints, and uh, fuck the last Bucks. Season, Bucks. Tom Brady leaves the team. I completely forget about him. Look at that. I couldn't even remember the team. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. They're kind of a they're kind of a wild card in general. I don't see them pushing for the playoffs. I agree. I think fucking people taking them for the divisions kind of insane. Uh, but you know, if there's a Falcons injury in there, they could definitely, I guess, usurp them. Uh, but we'll see. Frank Reich seems to be good with the quarterbacks. I guess that's a good pick up there. We'll see. They're they're one of my biggest we'll see teams as far as the lower end. Yeah. You know? I don't think they're mid tier, but they could sneak into that mid tier. Yep. That's really it. And last but actually least, <laughs> we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They might not be the worst team in football, but they're definitely the worst team in this division. In this division. So I got them at three and fourteen. Don't think they're really gonna be competing for much. Uh, I could realistically see Mike Evans being traded a month into the season. That would not blow my mind. Um, That might even be good for them because then Baker will only have one guy to throw it to and not multiple. So, Yeah. um, So the last year their defense had holes with Tom. I think their defense is going to have holes without Tom. They're not really great. They're five and 12. If they won six, I wouldn't be shocked. If they won two, I would probably be like, okay, not great. Four and 13, one win for each of the teams that Baker Mayfield has been on since last offseason. <laughs> That's actually a very interesting take. All right. 
So we are through we the divisions. Can I say this? Let's do bold predictions now. Then we'll do our okay. awards. And then we'll do our final four for each conference. Because right. this has gone a bit longer than I think we would have thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's perfectly fine. Tim, you got your all predictions right. ready? Tim- yep. You want to do me one at a time? We rotate nope. around. Go all three. Go all I, three. My first one, I'm calling it. I wasn't ever one of these guys in the last couple of years, but people were. I think this is the year that Derrick Henry declines and is no longer a stud. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Ooh. he fails to reach 1,000 rushing That's yards this one. year. That's a good one. Okay. That's that's my one. Okay. Um, we- I think mainly it's just it's just age, and then the team just isn't really that good either. So. That's a good one. Um, and then the second one isn't really a bold take. I see me and Keenan kind of both agree on this. I think Deshaun Watson has a bounce back year. Um, I think he gets probably close to 30 touchdowns this year. Um, they're still going to lose games, um, but I think he does impress people. Um, he's not the Deshaun Watson that we saw last year. Um, so that, I think he gets closer to that MVP. That one was not bold enough for me. If you would have said Deshaun for no. MVP, I would have been happy. I can't put Deshaun for MVP and then say the team's going to go 8-9. and nine. I just <laughs> really can't. I mean, if I was saying that they were like an 11-win team and then MVP. Like, or if you said like Deshaun, sure. like five touchdowns in one game, six touchdowns in one game. I could see that. I really could. I really could see that. Um, but he'd have to rush a couple, I think. Um, and then my final one, this is the true breakout season for Bradley Chubb. He's having 17 sacks this year. He's going to be a monster. Okay. Okay. So I got <clears throat> I got three. Bijan Robinson has 300 yards from scrimmage. That's including receiving and rushing. Uh, that's one, two sauce. Gardner goes a stretch of four weeks without four. Actually, I'm going to go five weeks without allowing one completion on him. That is two and burrow breaks. The burrow goes for 600. Mm. Those are, those are my three. Same division, same number of yards different way though i got lamar going for a combined 600 yards uh i like it i think i always throw at least five or six hundred yards each year hoping it'll stick yeah same uh, thing as quadruple double every quadruple single double. year i'm gonna I'm <laughs> every gonna, year someone's so, getting one someone's getting one this year spoiler alert for october but uh second one i've probably done a variation of this i think michael parsons gets eight sacks in one game <laughs> Put that down that's a bold predict that's why we call them bold predictions they're not five would be bold. Hey, we're, going, eight? we're going even bolder. He's gonna go. He's gonna be on his LT on steroid shit and get eight sacks in one game. God. Who's guarding him? Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Who's guarding him? That's they got that like inflatable guy that you just hit, yes. and they're like he's just standing out there. That's why we call him bold predictions and not just predictions. And then this last one is very bold. I can't remember the last one we've seen. It's actually just a general one. I don't have. The two parties involved that I'm picking for this, but we're gonna have one bench clearing brawl in the NFL this year. We're due for one. We haven't had a good fight in a while, and that's my prediction. I'm leaning towards it being two NFC South teams, though. I will say that. I think it's AFC North. I think mm. it's like Steelers, like Browns, it. or something like, like that. It. And they just I all the that. coaches are in it too. Oh. Tomlin's out there just. Oh, part part two when Miles Garrett hits. Yeah. Part two. <laughs> that's what I like. Miles Garrett. Let Miles Garrett do something crazy. <laughs> All right, no, those bold predictions. 
Those are the good awards. Goal I like all nine of those. All right, so we'll start. Uh, Timmy, do you have a comeback player of the year? Ooh, I did not do comeback. Okay. I'll think about it. You're Can fine. Defensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, I got Jalen Carter. I think he's Ooh. set up for success here. So. Yep. Okay, Kyle, um, you go next. I'm going second now? Yeah, I'll have, just because I'm in, uh, you go second, I'll go third on this one. I'm just going to do a homer pick. Uh, I think Carter seems to be the favorite everywhere, but I'm going to go with Christian Gonzalez. Shouts to the past. I was thinking about doing that, but then I saw that he's like not technically a starter on their team. He rotates in, I guess. So I kind of pulled him out. I just don't know how much of the snaps he's really going to see. But I do like Gonzalez. I think he fell way far in the draft. So we got to steal. I'm going with the best defensive player in this draft, which is Will Anderson. That's fine. I feel chalk, but I don't really. He could get 12 sacks, and that's plenty to get him the defensive player. Will Anderson's my guy. Offensive rookie of the year, I feel like we have one person, maybe two. It's it's so hard because I wanted to go wide receiver so bad. I love Quentin Johnston. I think he's going to have decent. Yep. Jordan Addison could be great, and I love Zay Flowers. Jackson. So all three of those guys. What? And I don't love Jackson just because right now he's their wide receiver three. That's so true. So he's only in there in 11 personnel. And then he also has this surgery, so he's going to miss a couple games. And that's a big deal when it comes to running for these events or running for these awards. So you miss three or four games, you're completely out of it, I think. So yeah. um, my offensive rookie of the year, it's so hard not to pick Bijan. The man's going to get 300 touches this year. It's literally his backfield. Well, yeah. you got Bijan. Mostly his backfield. Keenan, you definitely got Bijan. I got Bijan. How come points? Yeah. Like, this is simple. Can we go back no, to, uh, before we get to, like, the real meat and potatoes of these awards, can we go back to uh, Comeback Player of the Year? Yep, I already yeah. got one. I was just making sure Timmy had it, so uh, I have mine already. I'm going to go with Javonta Williams. I think he's compl- – I thought he was the guy last year. Um, if he's really ready to play and he's healthy, I think he's a great running back. I think he's going to impress – he might be the bright spot of that bad team. So, yep. See, I thought we were going to go the Bijan route here because I think if DeMar Hamlin plays one full game, he like almost wins his award by default. So I picked him <laughs> just because I feel like he's just going to be the obvious winner. Just because, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that you mentioned that, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, he'll probably will win it if, especially if he gets. Let him have like two picks. Like, yeah. Let him honestly. return one for a touchdown. Like his first game, if he returns one for a touchdown, it's in the bag. But actually, I have Calvin Ridley. I think that Calvin like Ridley that. is going to have an amazing season with Trevor Lawrence. All right. So I'm going to go defensive player of the year first, Timmy. Who you got? Uh, I think this guy got a little bit gypped last year, getting no first-place votes, but I'm going Micah Parsons on this one. Mm-hmm. I like the eight sacks in one game. I think that's a little bold, but I think he's going to have an outstanding year this year, even if that team sucks. So, yep, fingers crossed. Yeah, I got Micah. Uh, best defensive player in the league. Best pass rusher in the league. Uh, second coming of LT, some would say. Not on LT's level, but probably the closest we've had in general since LT. I can't speak to that. I wasn't really alive back then, but older heads would say he's the closest to LT. Uh, that being said, yeah, go get those eight sacks, and then we'll see We'll see where it is. Who you We're got, cooking Dave? with the sauce. We're cooking oh, with sauce, sauce Gardner. Sauce. Right. We're cooking with Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Rookie, for, first team all pro as a rookie. 
Yep. We're going with it. Absolutely. I, I love having a corner do this. Obviously, Stefan Gilmore. And then before that, I can't even remember the last corner that one. It maybe Revis did. But yeah, Sauce Gardner. Did um Trayvon Diggs not win it two years ago? Nope. He didn't? Nope. Uh, who was it that year? Aaron Donald, probably. Yep. Huh. What about <laughs> offense player of the year we got? Timmy, you go. Who you got? Here? I. I don't think he's breaking 2,000, but I think he's going for a lot of them. I got Tyreek Hill. I think he's electric, yeah. Okay. Okay. Keenan, who you got? Uh, Kyle, do you want me to go next, or do you want to? You go ahead. All right, so interestingly enough, I'm actually going with someone who's probably not on anybody's radar. I'm going with Amon Ross St. Brown. That's a great pick. I like it. I think that he, I think that 1,511 to 12 touchdowns is not out of the realm of possibility. I was going very much outside the box here, feeling less confident in this pick now that there's some injury concerns here. But uh, Travis Kelsey, I could see him absolutely like having an insane year being the number one target. But if he's out for a month, you know, you can cancel that. But yeah, of course, yeah. he's going to have the green light in a way that Gronk would have if Gronk could ever play 16 games. I mean, Gronk did have the green light, but. <laughs> There was a world. I mean, Gronk played 16 games and had 17 touchdowns. He was a freak. <laughs> there was a yeah, Gronk. The fact that Gronk didn't win Offensive Player of the Year as a tight end is a testament to his health because he was some years the most dominant offensive force as a pass catcher. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right, Coach of the Year. Who do we have across the Ooh. board? Oh, do me last. Let me think real quick. Didn't do Coach of the Year. Okay, I'll start it off. I've got Zach Taylor as my coach of the year. I got the Bengals 14-3. and three. Uh, he, That's going to be one clear of the Chiefs and two clear of everybody else. So I got Zach Taylor. You still think it's him? I got oh, it. You got it? Right. Um, I believe in the Jets. If they really pull it off this year and go 14 wins, it's Robert cool. Sala. That's yeah. the biggest turnaround. So Yeah. I, agree with I actually – I mean, if you saw – you remember from my records, there's not a lot of parody, or there is a lot of parody, mm-hmm. I should say. There's a ton of parody. Same with last year. Like the only team I really had separating from the pack was the Eagles, and I had Serini yep. as coach of the year. He did not get it. I think Gable got it. Uh, so Serini's kind of due for one. I could see, like, I have them as I think the highest winning team. And actually, who I have yeah, written we- down here is Sean Payton and Mike Tomlin, but I have Tomlin and the Steelers coming in third. Sean Payton's if they can get to 10 wins. Uh, so I'm going to go with, and I don't like this coach at all, Brandon Staley, because I had the Chargers at 12 wins. So I could see him in true Chargers fashion, in true Marty Schottenheimer fashion. Second time he's been name dropped, was not expecting that. But I could see him no, getting coach of the year, then getting canned right after that. So <laughs> that's my prediction. All right. And Timmy, MVP, I'm guessing it's the trifecta. I don't know. Maybe I got Joe Burrow. I think he's the best QB. It's a QB's award. Yep. Um, I have Joe Burrow as well to make this short. I think that he's the only quarterback to go over 5,000 this year. Obviously I have the uh, Bengals 14 and three. So, I mean, Mahomes could go over 5,000 or Allen, but I think he might be the only one that does. And Kyle, I've got Jalen Hurts as my MVP. Ooh, you got him winning it. Got him winning it. He's gonna interesting. He's gonna have progression. I mean, I know the OC's gone, but I see him continuing to progress as a passer. 
uh, the threat. That might actually be better for his case. Like even with the change, he still so could be. That actually could be. That could be interesting for his case. Could be. But I like the MVPs. Timmy and I both have Joey B. Um, but all righty, championship weekend. So let you guys got champion championship weekend. Um, Timmy, you start off. I don't want to start. Let me go last. Okay, he called it. He called it. He called it. I've been starting the whole the whole thing. So okay, um, Just give me this one. AFC. I'll start. AFC. I've got Cincy and KC. Um, I think the way it shakes out. I've just a quick, quickly. I've got Cincy over uh, Jacksonville in the divisional. I've got KC over Miami in the divisional. And then in the NFC. I still haven't chosen yet, but we're going to choose right <laughs> on the spot. I've been literally seven. So I've got, okay, I've. So wait, you haven't done that. Oh, you man, a Super Bowl I am. Winner? Oh, I have a Super Bowl winner. Okay. Um, so I am actually going to do something a little out there. I'm going to Seattle wow. over Philly in the divisional. Wow. And then I'm going San Fran over Dallas in the divisional. So I've got Seattle versus San Fran. NFC West. I have that same combo, by the way. Oh. <laughs> oh God. I don't have um I don't have Dallas in there, but I got Philly in there and I got the Giants squeaking in. Um yeah. I got Seattle over Giants, Philly over San Fran. Or San Fran over Philly. Okay. So we both and who is your AFC since you just said your NFC? Sorry, AFC, um, I've got um in the championship weekend, Miami versus Cincinnati, and I got Cincinnati winning that one. So okay. similar to you, I have Miami versus Kansas KC, City, just but have... I think Miami's going to win that. And then Cincy versus the Jets, and oh, Cincy wins. Well, why do we have the same playoffs? That's weird. <laughs> we haven't even talked about it. Oh, Kyle, what is your playoff? So wait, what's your Super Bowl winner? Or what's your Super Bowl um, matchup? Oh, wait, hold on. Super... Wait, wait, wait yeah, hold on. I thought, I thought we were going to – oh, Super Bowl matchup? Okay. Mine or his? Both. All right, Timmy, you go. I got Cincinnati versus Seattle. Hold the winner. Hold on the winner. So I like that. That's outside the box. King, what you got? Likewise. Seattle. <laughs> I got to say. I wrote this down. I didn't want to be like copying or accused of copying, but I literally wrote this down like hours ago. I'm shocked. Uh, I got to say. Last year, one of the biggest debates me and Keenan had is that Keenan thought the Falcons and the Seahawks were going to be pretty bad, and I had them at least improving, right? And then obviously, I like the Seahawks as they went along. I was completely prepared to be like the Seahawks guy on this podcast as far as like where they go, how deep they go. I thought they were going to win the division. I flipped on that. Uh, weirdly, I'm the most generic out of all of you. I got the same exact final four as last year, Eagles, Niners, and I've got Cincy, KC, I've got Cincinnati in the Super Bowl, like all of you, though. I got uh, Casey losing, and I got the Eagles going back. So I got Eagles, Cincy in Vegas. You guys got both got the Seahawks and the Bengals. So here's the thing: if you would have told me, asked me this five hours ago, I had Philly, but I just what changed? What changed to the Seahawks? What changed? What changed was I. I have a feeling the Eagles are going to take a touch step back, and there's something 
there's something to be said about a team when they kind of get hot and they have a camaraderie. Seattle's just a team I could just see going on a run. They mm-hmm. like I like Geno. I love Kenneth Walker. Their receiving core is very good. Their offensive line is workable. Their defense isn't like they got Bobby Wagner back. Their defense is going to be energetic and let them. I don't have them actually. I have them on the road. They travel because their run game will travel and they have players that will travel. So it's out on a limb a little bit, but I do have the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. I have them as my one seed, so they're their home field advantage for me. Oh, and if okay, if they are the, the one seed, man, so, yeah, that twelfth man with the one seed, that could get spooky. That can get dark. One thing I'll say with San Francisco compared to the Seahawks, I could see like if the Niners lose McCaffrey, that's a problem. You know, whereas the Seahawks have depth and you do need a running game in the playoffs. They're a McCaffrey yep. injury away. Whereas they can lose some depth at wide receiver, they cannot lose it at running back. So no, but I don't know. They just have so much talent, and I, again, I really did. I planned all goddamn summer on you know Seahawks being my team in the <laughs> NFC West, picking the Seahawks to at least go to the championship game, and I don't even have them going to the championship game. But you know, there was going to be a team to throw in the Niners and all that talent. It's going to be someone from their own division. Uh, but I yep. I literally have the same exact final four. I see the Bengals breaking through. Uh, Eagles, I think, are the class of the NFC. I don't see them having much problems unless it is the Niners or the Seahawks or the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see how that all shakes out. I have a feeling I know who your guys' winner is here. You, yeah. You guys each um, picking the Bengals. Can we can we get it to focus? <clears throat> No, nope. I, I got Cincinnati as the winner. Yeah, yeah, Cincinnati as my winner as well. Um, I think this is going. This is the year of Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He obviously his second year in the league. He got there in a kind of shock. Last year, he really he came and he showed. He's like, okay, no, I'm really him. I'm here to stay. And I think this is the year, MVP, Super Bowl winner. And then we get to hear all off season that he's the best quarterback in the league. And then Mahomes is going to get pissed off and probably like go get like 600 or 60 touchdowns. In here. We're going to have back-to-back MVP, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. And that hadn't happened since like a while. <laughs> I can't Way even, back. I think it was Terrell Davis in 99. <laughs> or, I, 98. I think that was the last MVP who won the Super Bowl. Either that one or it was Kurt Warner. Or Marshall Fall, one of the two. It was like in that stretch. I don't think it's happened. I don't think it had happened in the twenty first century. Yeah, I think Kurt I Warner could did be it. wrong. I think, Kurt I think it was Kurt Warner was the last one. I don't think it happened in the twenty first century technically because I was like the ninety nine two thousand. Usually the MVP is a curse. Um, look, we, yep. we all got the Bengals in the Super Bowl. I have them losing to the Eagles. I think the Eagles are the class of the NFL. I think they're damn near far and away the best team. I think they have that much talent. Like I said, they remind me very much of those early Seahawks teams. Seahawks, I think, got to the NFC Championship game in that first year with Russ. I don't really remember. My memory's foggy. Year two, they were in the they- Super Bowl and won it. I see I see it going the same. They play so well from ahead. The only slip-ups I really see are going to be during the regular season due to the schedule, due to maybe losing to Dallas. 
due to maybe losing to one of the top tier AFC teams here and there that'll get them to five losses. But in the postseason, I don't see anybody really. They're going to have their trouble. They're going to be tough games. But I think they are the best team in the entire NFL, and I think they will prove that. So sophomore, okay. sophomore, no, no real hangover. I think they're only going to improve. Hurts is going to improve, which means they have to ascend. If they're playing from ahead, you're just not going to beat them. I don't see it happening. I personally think that the Bengals will show that they are their offense is so powerful and they have the best offense in the league and their defense has been so opportunistic in the playoffs with big plays when it comes to big moments. They're not they don't shy away. And when you have Joe Cool, same thing when you have Mahomes, when you have Brady, when you have Peyton Manning, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you like when you have these top quarterbacks, I'm not even saying Jalen Hurts isn't that guy either, but like when you have him, just the entire locker room's cool. So in those moments, they've already and they've already been to a Super Bowl, they've been to two AFC championship games, they're poised, they're ready. I think this is the year of Cincinnati. It's gotta be this year. It's gotta be this year for them. I do think it's gotta be this year. I think cause next year gets dicey because I think you lose T. Higgins. They they're always competitive and I think they're you have like a two year reboot. Where it's kind of like cow, like, or if they don't, it's just showing how good Joe Burrow really is. But you kind of have that work it around kind of reboot. So it's going to be interesting to see. Two things I want to respond to what you said. One being their defense. You mentioned in the postseason. You could make the case that the post or that their defense has been the real star in these games. Not saying that Joe Burrow hasn't made good throws when he's needed to. I think it's been too much that he's been compared to like Brady and these guys in those moments, which he is Joe Cool. Don't get me wrong, but we hear a lot of Tom Brady, Joe Montana with him. Where I think the real star in these postseason runs has been more so their defense, he's, especially that first postseason run on the way to the Super Bowl. He's been more Tom Brady oh three, oh one oh three in the playoffs. Like in the regular season, he's been better than what that Tom oh, was for sure. But in the but in the playoffs, he's been that Tom Brady oh three oh four where it's I'm going to take 10 sacks against the Titans. I'm only going to throw one pick to Tannehill's three. I'm going to make the right plays. He threw one bad ball I gotta, pretty much all game. I got to say, that first run, like that Titans game and all that, like year one, I thought that was a mm-hmm. very fluky run. I don't think he played necessarily well in those games. And they kind of, like especially that KC game. Mahomes, they had the ball, what, first and goal at three? And then they end up Yeah, no, the, it was right, you know, right before the half the and then – Right before the half, oh no, that one, yes. So like there was with Joe Burrow, he's been very. It's been very interesting with his postseason. He's had he's had no bad bad games, sure. but he's never. But he's had one like great game, and I'd say that was against the Bills. I think he played phenomenal mm-hmm. against the Bills. I think he played a really good game against the Raiders. But again, like Tom Brady, he's been. Like early Tom, not late, not late, late Tom, but early Tom where it was, I'm not going to make the mistake because my defense is doing so well. I'm going to put us in position to always stay close, and then we're going to go make plays. And whoever is scoring, if it's Joe Mixon, if it's Samaj P. Ryan on runs, whatever, I just want to win the game. And I think this year it might be that step into, no, I'm really like, I know I'm him, but like I'm really – this is like eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns, two picks showing out in the playoffs, that kind of thing. I just thought there was fluky moments, more specifically during that first run. That's it, really. And, I, and by the way, no, I mean, I would, I'm talking about this is coming from someone who's a fan of a team that 
built everything based off uh, the tuck rule. Off a tuck rule. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah. you know, there was just that Raiders game was weird, and I think they played the Titans next. That was weird. Like they very easily could have lost mm. both those games. Derek Carr threw a pick at the end of that Raiders game. Tannehill threw a pick at the end of that game. Mahomes threw a pick at the end of the KC game, and then they were driving down. And Aaron Donald made a huge play yeah. on fourth down. It was that was their. It was more so things that happened. Like I don't want to get into it because when we were done this podcast, but like. That Raiders game, there was a weird play where they blew a whistle and it could have been a score. Something weird happened in the Titans game with clock management. I've mentioned Mahomes time and time again, that weird-ass last drive. I just thought – and then they came out of that. And I guess it's more just like ESPN shit where they came out of that talking about mm -hmm. Brady – Joe Burrow and I'm the like, weird T Higgins touchdown in the Super Bowl that was like supposed to be a penalty but ooh. wasn't a penalty like that Grabbed whole his week. Mask bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last thing I wanted to but say, Timmy. Oh, sorry. Real quick. I was gonna last, go on, Kyle. last thing I wanted to say, uh, you kind of alluded to it, Keenan, about how there's like this two year drop off, whatever. Uh, I had Casey going ten and seven. I think this is just the year where they struggle. But when whenever it is, mm -hmm. they reload and like because it's gonna come back around where they just have a receiver where you're like, how the fuck did he end up with Mahomes? And it's going to be scary. Yeah. Like I could see in two years where they're back to this team. And that's like 12, 13, 14 win team. I don't see it this year. I really don't. I think just law of averages, you're going to have a bad year here or there. I don't think it's going to be bad. I think they scrapped their way to the championship game, much like that year, Keenan, where we or pick a year where we lost to the Broncos in the AFC championship game, the Pats. I think yep. it'll be that type of year for the Chiefs, but yep. it'll be around forever. All right. Until Mahomes Timmy, lasting thoughts on everything for you? But yes, Kyle, I agree. I'm good. Okay. Well, this was the Warner Brothers Podcast. Follow us, Instagram, Warner Brothers Podcast. YouTube, the Warner Brothers Podcast. TikTok, the Warner Brothers Podcast. Everywhere, the Warner Brothers Podcast. It's the same thing across. It's the same thing across all platforms. Thank you to all viewers. Thank you to all listeners. And we're out. <laughs>